0: Beneath the quiet fishing town of Otari, something sinister has awoken. The sorceress Belcora Harovex, destroyed nearly 500 years ago by the Rose Guard, has returned. Her spirit will not rest until it finishes what she started so long ago the destruction of Absalom, and with it, Otari a band of heroes have united to answer the call, delving beneath the mysterious lighthouse known as the Gauntlight. Together, they discovered a dungeon that Belcora called the Abomination Vaults, originating from a site where their outer goddess Nimbaloth once brushed against this world. During their adventures, the heroes have managed to dispatch cults dedicated to the Ghost Queen, the self-appointed guardian of the lighthouse named Volek, a flesh warper conducting strange experiments in his laboratory named Jafaki, and most recently, a contract devil named Eurevian, general to Belcora's armies, now sent back to the Nine Hells. With the pathway cleared, the heroes of Atari must take up their weapons one last time, descend down into the lowest levels of the Abomination Vaults, and face off against Belcora once and for all, hoping to find a way to put an end to her vengeful quest. Will the heroes succeed in their task, Or will they, like so many before them, finally succumb to the eyes of empty death. The camera fades in. Before I get going, that is an awesome hat, Richard. First Recall Knowledge merch. That is that is sweet. That is, that sweet. is sweet. The camera fades in as the heroes of Otari stand in a massive chamber. Within this chamber, a small river of swampy water flows from beneath the walls of the west side of the room through to the east. The space is dominated by a massive skull on the dais, dwarfing even the tallest of the heroes in its size, with its large teeth crooked and cracked. Its large, empty eyes stare menacingly within its empty gaze. The walls of the chamber are carved with intricate patterns of bones, swampy reeds, and misty swirls. A pair of doors on the west wall leads to the room known as the empty vault. And within the empty vault lies your enemy, Belcora. The camera pans upwards, and we can see the ceiling reaches up over 80 feet to the level above, reminding you of just how deep underground you really are. The camera slowly pushes in closer towards the top, a menacing swirl of seven tentacles with seven hands each, with seven fingers per hand, painted at the apex. A single four-pointed star glows dimly, pulsing, as the camera zooms closer above this nine levels of a dungeon named the abomination vaults spanning hundreds of feet of adventure. You have all braved the dangers that sat before you. Only one still remains as the camera pans back down. We see a slightly different scene. The heroes are not here. Instead, we see a large skeletal figure of Lady's Whisper, accompanied by a young woman. You have done well, child, says Lady's Whisper. Most do not complete my trials so easily. Most don't have the will to do what must be done, replies the girl, very matter-of-factly. The camera is drifting down towards the pair closer as if we are a spider dropping down on our prey. So it's here then, just beyond those doors, this is where she touched. Yes, she brushed against this world many, many years ago. It still pulses with her power, even now. I must ask, how did you know of this place? Asks the skeletal figure. She showed me. The young dark-haired woman turns towards the lady's whisper, pushing her hair back over her shoulder, a little cocky. She chose me she knows what i want and she wants to help me the large skeletal face incapable of showing any emotion any expression at all looks back with its empty sockets i would be careful young one with what you presume what she wants is not something a mortal mind could comprehend. The young woman grins. And yet, here I am, as she willed, on the cusp of greatness. My death, when it comes, will not be empty. It will be filled with vengeance. The camera is now stopped, showing a close-up of lady whisper's face standing there motionless with those large empty eye sockets staring back into the camera and your soul and slowly it fades away and where it stands in the same framing of the shot we see the large skull on the dais of the room staring back from the very same angle and as the camera pulls back a bit we see we are now back in present times with the heroes of Otari ready to enter the empty vault. Now, heroes, take a moment here to have your final story beat as a group before we collectively step into the
1: empty vault and into our final fight. When we We're go through out. those doors, when we, go, I'm, I'm, um, I'm doing my do really like so she doesn't hear me, um so when he when when goes through those doors, stay stay near me and I'm going to make you two faster. And I look to Mukda and then I look to Nu, Lara, and I say, <laughs> when it starts, I'm going to make you two faster so you guys can fly up there and get there. Um, hopefully, uh, well, shit, it's been a good time. Live or die. Kick some ass.
2: If we defeat her, then uh, that would be great. If not, then we die and Absalom and Notari is destroyed. So, no no pressure or anything.
3: Yeah, no pressure. You can do this.
1: Definitely. With Mukta's attitude, and I smack him on the bum, we, we can't fail.
2: Not but, at all. Muk- Mukta just looks and doesn't really react all that much. That stupid, stupid emerald
0: lens. The lens is still <laughs> corrupting you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, uh,
3: now, Laura, I know, um, I know you've been carrying this, but uh, I think for this last fight, maybe uh, you might want to hand me that book. You sure? Um, kind of like you guys say, it's gonna be live or die. Um, hope I don't need to, but you're gonna be up fighting her, and I'll be in the back, and you know, if I have to all sacrifice right. myself for the greater of all. Um, I'm going to end up opening that book.
2: And if, you know, Clovis is corrupted while we defeat her, then we just
3: kill Clovis next. Absolutely. Like I said, this would be for the greater good. If my life goes and everybody lives, it'd be worth it.
4: Well, let's hope that it doesn't come to that.
3: I think that's Um... what the definition of a hero is, isn't it? This, says there, Clovis pulls out a healing potion and chugs it.
0: A one hit point for the healing potion. Sweet.
3: Uh, <laughs> then you see Clovis again pull out another healing potion and <laughs> drink that. Like what the heck? Didn't use very much.
4: Don't give in to the book. It's a book.
3: I will try not to look at it. I hope we. I hope it doesn't come down to that. That's all I got to say.
0: Are you putting the book in your backpack, Clovis? I am. Okay, just tucking it away for safekeeping. Very cool.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be holding it.
0: So I will say as you guys look in this chamber, right, there's this kind of like small river of like swampy water that runs through the middle. Not too hard to, to like get across if you just wanted to jump, but looking towards the western wall is where you know the empty vault is. There's actually two sets of double doors. One on this side of the river, one on the other that lead in. So, how would you guys like to approach?
4: Um, I could go first, and I will be scouting. Okay. I leave the charge.
0: Perfect. Scouting. Gives you guys a plus one on your initiative roll. Hmm. I'll, uh,
2: I'll probably be last. And, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll unstrap the, uh, Fulcrum lattice, and just before I walk in, I'm going to pop. I'm going to hold it real quick with one hand, and uh-huh. then pop my hood up to go invisible, and then hold it with both
0: hands again. You guys watch as Mook just carrying this fulcrum lens. And for those of you who are joining us, maybe don't know what's going on. You guys have found this large fulcrum. Uh, it's called the, the fulcrum lattice, which is intended to be installed on top of this lighthouse to give this sort of magical powers and it's been slotted with these magical lenses that you guys have spent the last seven episodes going around and acquiring with the plan to use these lenses to inject Belcora with the essence of Nimbeloth in the hopes that if she's invested with all of those slivers Nimbeloth herself will take an interest and come to collect what is rightfully hers. So that is your battle plan generally. And so within that, Mukta, this little Yasoki, this little guy, the smallest of the crew is carrying with like double arms wrapped around this huge two bulk sort of lattice with these heavy lenses in it, ready to be the one, the trigger man. And you pop your hood up, you know, and you go invisible. You, the fulcrum, everything just blinks out of existence. At the last possible second because it's only
3: last a minute. <laughs> yep. Perfect. All right. uh, Clovis will uh, take out a couple holy waters, put them on my belt, and a couple uh, ghost charges and put them on my belt out of my backpack.
0: Okay. You have a bandolier, but you, I think um, you'd have to either sacrifice your tools to put them on the bandolier or they, they're fine in the belt patch too. I think it's pretty much the same difference. Okay. So as as you guys line up, right? You guys can put your tokens where you'd like to be lined up. Mukta, I'm guessing your exploration activity is to avoid notice? Yes. Hal and Clovis, what are your guys's?
3: It's Clovis will continue to do what he normally does, which is just investigate, looking for anything, you know, secret doors, anything out of the ordinary that catches huh? my eye. Okay. Yep. And Hal? I'll avoid notice.
0: Okay. Avoiding notice.
3: Where do
4: we go? <laughs> There's
0: there's a set of double doors right here. There's also another set down there, so you guys can line up at one and go through together. You can split up. It's really your guys' choice. All right.
3: Either way, they're both on the west side, right? They're both those doors we're talking about, right? Yes. Yep.
4: I will do that Be a distraction. Oh, wait, no. I'll be right next to her.
1: We can go through e- either door. It doesn't matter.
4: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Before we go in and before I go invisible and we do anything else, Mukta will obviously have checked for traps.
0: Of course, Mukta's always checking for traps. Uh, these dra- these doors do not appear to be traps. I'll just nod. We're good. Yeah. Good so, good. I believe how you had said you were going to cast quickened at like the last second, or what is it, haste?
1: Yep, quickened. Cast before haste. you go in at the last Cause. minute, right before Mukta puts his hood up. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise I can't he- see him.
0: Right, that's from farther. So you got you hit Mukta with it, and then he pops his hood up, and like pretty much at the same moment, you can like infuse Nulara. And then, you guys are more than like more than
1: capable of opening the door and going. I'll use quicken casting that lets me cast haste twice in a round. Oh, quicken!
0: is that that's a new thing you got? That is cool. Is is
1: haste touch? Thirty, 30 feet, believe it or
0: not. Yeah, so you can be right over there on the door and do it from across the way. So it looks like what I'm seeing is. Uh, Nulara Mukta, Clovis, and Mushi are all kind of on the northernmost door, and HAL is gonna go in on the southernmost door. Awesome. Uh, all right. if, yeah, that's fine. You can
4: sure? I use, uh, healing potion real quick?
0: Yep, retroactively be with Hal. healed up. Perfect. I can see, like, everyone's just downing all of their last, like, <laughs> what do I got in this bag still? <laughs> oh! <laughs> right? Elixir time. <laughs> no,
2: we... Oh. See, it you guys aren't time. real gamers. You have to finish the game with those potions. Right. <laughs> I also use my cheetahs delixir real I still got a lot of potions.
3: That's my first healing potions I've actually drank. Well, if
2: there's something after the fight, then we need it. You never know. I
3: still have some in mind.
0: Yep, so you get, you get one minute of plus five speed. Cool. All right, are we ready to go? Because you guys have put a lot of, like, one-minute bus balls on yourself, and the timer starts ticking right away. So, like, you guys are yeah. downing, downing, downing. downing. Hitting each other oh, with the Invisible. Luckily, you can quicken <laughs> it to get two in one round to even buy more time. You pop up the hood. All right. And then we go through. The doors fly open. Whoa. So go ahead and uh, you can move your characters just inside the door. Don't go much farther than like right in the door. So here's what happens. You enter. This strangely shaped chamber is humid and oppressively clammy. The room's four wings, each contain a massive pool of bubbling swamp water. Flickering motes of light and darkness play underneath the surface of the pools. The chamber's center is partially blocked by a circle of towering black standing stones, which crackle with eerie energy that shoots up into a shaft in the ceiling so this ceiling is 80 feet tall these black stones crackling with purple energy goes from the floor all the way up to the top ceiling completely the full 80 length and in the center of those like eight standing stones with the cracking energy a beam of blue light pulses and crackles and shoots up the same blue light you've seen emitting from the top of the lighthouse before pulsing through lazda this is the source of the gauntlights power seven narrow channels as though dug into the stone by a seven fingered hand run from each pool and three of the walls to a moat in the center of the room. From there, the water flows underneath the wall back towards the east where you just came from. Between a pair of double stone doors, which you guys have just kind of came in one on each side, an island in the middle of the moat holds a smooth altar topped with a black lens about the size of your fist. And floating there, right above the altar, staring at you through the sort of slivers between these black standing stones none other than belcora yourself and Clovis. if you could give me a secret perception check because you were investigating you were watching as you guys kind of came in she floats she floats up right i've been watching you and you can see now she's crackling with energy you can see those of you who can see her token right i've put indicators on the token to represent what she's been infused with so you can see motes of red light swirling within her from the crimson lens you can see a swirling blackness within her from the ebon lens two infusions down two to go and as she rises up she's like you shouldn't have come here let's end this and she immediately lashes out in like anger as she goes to attack. Now I will say Clovis. Since you are on watch, as you move into this room, you can you can see there's a pool of water up here and a pool of water down here. And I'm going to switch over to the battle screen just so our audience can get a view of sort of the layout of the scene. So there's two pools of water's closest to you, right? As she's speaking and your eyes go to these pools of water, the the thing is bubbling, there's motes of light swirling. It's a little choppy but you notice a little like air bubble and the way the water sloths off you can see that something invisible has risen up from each one of those pools caught by your keen eye because you rolled a 39 on your perception check nice nice
4: okay nice
0: so basically right here and down here clovis you feel like there's something invisible that rose up out of those waters And as Belcora wastes no... There's no monologue from the villain. There's no time wasted. This is her defending her holy site, And players, we're going to roll some gosh dang initiative. Why don't you guys go ahead, roll me that initiative. If you're avoiding notice, you have the option to use stealth, of course.
2: That scares me most of all. (laughs) There's no monologue? not, not, Not monologuing.
0: (laughs) <laughs> all right before uh-huh. opens up with a 16 for a total of oh wait no that wasn't her dice oh belcora got a natural one on her initiative nice that is bad for her
4: um uh, i forgot but i'll demoralize
0: yeah, still. yes seven. no yeah when you roll initiative you get to yell out <laughs> Woo. wow um, you I guys are getting prepared
2: that's a mukta got a 19 on the dice for a total of 40.
4: oh my gosh
0: yeah, Mukta got a 42 initiative, Nulara got 37, Hal got a 34, Clovis got a 27, but Belcora with a natural one out nah. the gate gets a 23. Maybe she was she maybe you guys caught her off guard. She was last minute preparing something or other. Yeah, so Nulara yells out. When you roll initiative, you get to yell a battle cry. It like startles your enemies, it tries to startle Belcora, Unfortunately, a twenty-three and that targets a will save. Yeah, Uh, 23 is going to be a failure so it does not beat her will save so she does not become frightened
3: let's hope she rolls ones all night
0: but guys we are in the midst of it we are in the final fight all the marbles and the first person to react invisible avoiding notice carrying the fulcrum lens Mukta, Mukta, what would you like to do?
2: I'm going to delay my turn, actually.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Mukta delays acting, which takes us to... So, Anytime you're ready to jump in after someone's turn, you let me know, Mukta. Nulara.
4: Okay. Uh, For my first action, I am going to actually activate my medallion.
1: Oh. Use
4: it. Which gives me another plus two to my... You goals. attempted a will save
0: against a fear effect.
4: Oh, for fear, fear effects.
0: Got it. Um, Just in case. Oh, so I think, I think that you you trigger that when you're about to roll against a fear effect. I do? It's a, oh, the trigger okay. is you attempt a will save against a fear effect, but you haven't rolled yet. So it's a free action to activate that af- right when you're about to roll a save against a fear effect. So it doesn't even take an action...
4: Okay, that's perfect. So two actions. I'm gonna sudden charge, right here.
0: Okay. So here's part of the problem, right? Right down the middle of the thing is a lake of water. So you, if you wanted to run there, these these like purple things are standing stones that are 80 feet tall, and block vision. So in order to get to her, you either have to go in this water, and water is definitely difficult terrain. But you could fly. So I guess that. Yes, I was gonna
4: say I am flying.
0: You can't. You are okay. flying. So you, in that case, are able to zoom. Go through here. Now, how ba- how mean of a GM from... do I want to be? Can you read Sudden Charge for me?
4: Sudden Does it Char- say you
0: stride twice?
4: Uh, yes. Hang on. Let me pop it up for you.
0: Stride is not fly. Stride ah. says you move up to your speed. Okay, but what about fly? Does fly. it say that oh, you can thank do it? You for that.
3: Haha, <laughs> Mr. GM. No, no,
0: that's, that's perfect. <laughs> I like it. It says you can absolutely do it if you have the corresponding movement type, and you do, so you can fly twice as a stride. I love it.
4: Okay,
0: I'm going to so, go, her. go. Get her. Go
4: get her. Attacking her. With so you fly, and it? you're
0: going to like circle around to the backside of her? Yes, sir. Um, let me just check something. Can I
4: go through her space? If not, I'll just...
0: You can, except for you. your weapon uh, can't. Anything with a ghost touch room can't, but everything else on you can't. So if you try to dash right through her, you would dash through and then your weapon would get, like, stuck as it makes contact okay. with her, right? I'll,
4: I'll do it like this. You but you have plenty have of
0: movement it. speed. You can go all the way around. Yep.
4: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Okay. Anchor is belayed.
0: You find yourself in the middle of the standing stones. She's kind of hovering just above the altar. Uh yeah, make that make that attack.
4: Uh, I get cocky a little bit and I say, "Hello." Uh,
0: hello again.
4: Uh 39 to hit.
0: Ooh, 39 is a hit, but not a crit. Oh, and not a crit. Okay.
4: Take note of that. That's an 18 <laughs> on the dice. Uh 22 points of slashing damage and then five positive.
3: Yep.
0: Because of your ghost touch rune on your weapon and the positive damage and everything, she takes the full damage without any resistance.
4: Okay, perfect. So that's two actions. Um, My third action would be raising a shield, and then my fourth would be to aid Mukta on his attack.
0: Okay, perfect. Nulara, can you make a fortitude save for me? As you move across the room, you get behind her, you attack her, you're feeling great. You can feel the energy of this room begins to sap at you and tries to drain something from you.
4: Mary Chrysler. 32.
0: Christmas uh, dice. 32, uh, you easily push out the effects of this thing. Not a critical success, believe it or not, but it is a success, and you take no effect from the room.
4: But because the juggernaut, because uh, when you roll a success on a fortitude save, you get a critical success instead.
0: Yep. Critical success doesn't do anything different in this case, but ah, let's just okay. say you don't you don't even notice it then. It's just water off your back. Awesome.
4: Okay. Noted. That's yep. the end of my turn.
0: All right. I'd like to take my turn now. So now Mukta is going to jump in and take his turn.
2: I would like to spend two actions. Okay. To fly up towards Belcora. Right. And spend, I believe, another two actions or to uh, interject the Emerald Lens.
0: That is 100% true. It's two actions. You're, old, you're holding the item. It's a two action strike. You invest in it. You make a melee uh, weapon, a t- like melee spell attack, and try to inject it into her. So, Mukta.
2: Is she flat footed?
0: So, here's, like, let's check something real quick. You're invisible. I'm invisible.
2: I'm, I go before her in combat.
0: Oh, yeah. You go before her and in combat. You go before her in combat. So 100% uh, she's flat-footed because of that fact without checking okay. anything else.
2: And I rolled yeah, a 42 on my initiative stealth. So.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, All right. I've marked her flat-footed. I, she's also flanked. There's a lot of reasons she's yes. flat-footed here.
2: So I use... Uh, and then with Nulata's... Ooh, here's an interesting thing. While I'm running up, because I don't need to hide from her, right, anymore? I'm going to yell out now. So Nulara can know that I'm going up there.
0: Okay.
3: Yep.
4: All right. And then I try to turn her towards me so that she's distracted by me. So, huh? like, I'll physically, like, try and turn her by the shoulder.
0: So you can't grab her. She's a ghost. She's a ghost. If
4: oh, you yeah. tried to, like, knock
0: her with your blade. But weapon. your blade has the sure. ghost head like, rune. Just... <laughs> So yeah. Your blade can sort of reposition her, or, or like you could wrap, kind of grab the blade and like grab her, but yeah. you can't physically make contact with her.
4: That's what I do. So that's an Athletic Strike for my aid.
0: Yep, that works for me.
4: A, that would be uh, 28.
0: 28 is a success. You get a plus one Circumstance Bonus on top of her minus two Circumstance Penalty and whatever your role is, Mukta all right so
2: that's plus one so what's that on the dice
0: it was a 14, 14. on the dice 14. plus so it's a tw- 36. 36 and she would she's flat-footed with another plus well she's flat-footed which is minus two circumstance penalty oh yeah okay so um and this is a this is an attack roll right yes melee right. spell attack and which which lens are you using
2: uh, I'm putting in the Emerald Lens, but I'm using the Ochre Lens modifier yep. because I'm using the Lattice.
0: Okay, so you watch as you you step up, you use this this Fulcrum Lens through the invisibility. She, Nulara's, like, knocking her off balance. She's locked eyes with you, Mukta, and you come up. You get the impression she can actually see you even though you're invisible, but it doesn't matter because you're fast, you're quick, you caught her by surprise. You take the Lens, you inject the energy, and you watch... As the, the whole fulcrum lattice begins to pulse and vibrate, as the orange energy pulses out from your lens, tries to inject itself into her. She tries to re- reject it. She tries to push it back, and you tap into your like knowledge and you force it through. She gets injected with it.
2: All right, so I'm going to divest
0: so, from the emerald. Yep, you divest from it. She is going to now. You watch as you hit her with the orange energy. And within her, a tiny swirl of orange energy begins to swirl within her ghostly form, adding to her abilities. And she now is vested. She's now vested in. What was the Ochre Lens power? That was the one that gives you plus two against the neg- mental. S-
2: and the negative healing,
0: yeah. Negative healing was the Emerald Lens, I believe.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm putting into it, the Emerald Lens. I-
0: oh, so you put the Emerald in, but you use the bonuses off the Ochre.
2: Yes, because of the lattice. I can use the higher one, yeah.
0: Alright, strike that. Rewind. She gets the emerald lens. So you watch as she begins to crackle with green energy that pulses over her body. Her ghostly apparition form takes on a waxy appearance. And you've invested this lens into her. She's now got three lenses invested in her. Good job, Uta.
2: That's my turn though. That's four actions, I believe. So that uh, is your please,
0: turn. It is four actions. Jesus. Okay. Sorry,
4: I I didn't sustain my fall, so I fell.
0: Uh, no, you flew on your turn, so you're good. Next turn, we have to fly again. Otherwise,
4: uh, okay. You have to use oh, at least okay. one fly
0: action every turn, or you hit the ground. But you use two last turn, so you're good. Oh, okay. It's not like using one just to stay up, but like if you don't move, you gotta spend the one to stay up. Oh,
4: uh, right? okay, okay, okay.
1: Make more sense. Mm-hmm. Cool.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for checking, though. Uh, okay. All right, Hal. Hal is going to sing out loud and do Inspire Courage with Lingering Composition.
0: Okay. Make that roll. Uh, 29, 29. I believe. Let me see. Is that, is it a 28? BC by level. We are now level 10. So it's still a success. Yeah. I think it's only 27 Eight actually. Ounce. How many
3: three rounds?
0: rounds? Three. three. Three rounds. Yeah. It's a success of three rounds. I'm no longer
1: in this. Okay. I'm done.
0: All right, Clovis.
3: Okay, right, so can we just rewind? Sure. Is that okay, Mr. GM? Well, what's up? So we're going to rewind right before we came in, because, you know, with trying to do all that stuff, I had forgot one thing I wanted to do. What was the one thing? I was going, cause it, I was going to do a little uh, ritual. Let me put it in. Yeah, it takes about a minute, so I would have done this before. We came in. I wanted so to do could. this on myself. Now,
0: remember, you guys cast a bunch of bus spells on yourself that yeah. l- had a limited time, right? Like stone skin, death ward, all of that. If you cast this, then it takes a minute off of those timers.
3: Okay, because this would have been cast just on myself, not on them. I right. would have done this before while we were sitting around talking.
0: Right. I'm just because like you guys were outside. You guys, you cast. Okay. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, right? You guys cast death proof. You cast fly do any of those have like what's the shortest time limit on all that stuff like death ward has how long
1: uh 10 minutes fly is five minutes
0: okay so and how long does vital beacon last it lasts all day right so you can rewind even further back you can go ahead and have cast that before because that has like an all-day duration so you were able to do that yeah i would have have way way back earlier okay we're rewinding way back now at this point but that's fine
3: all right appreciate that thank so
0: you so you've cast you, for one minute you cast what does vital beacon look like when when clovis cast before you go into the empty vault
3: um well as i cast it on myself i just have this blue aura kind of kind of shooting out around me okay. you know i got this aura of this I'm, I'm glowing so if you guys need to you can uh just run back to me and and get healed
0: Okay, so you're glowing oh, a nice. radiant blue energy. You are a beacon of energy that anyone can touch and heal from. Yep. Okay, so we retroactively added that. And Clovis, you're here in the empty vault. What would you like to do?
3: Uh, do, 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 do? Where did I see, like when I first walked in, can you ping where you know I saw the stuff bubbling and stuff?
0: You feel like each one of these green pools of giant water like set into the ground yeah. had something bubble up from okay. below the surface and is... Invisibly above the surface.
3: Okay, so I guess I'll start with the one closest to me, and I'm going to cast Fairy Fire.
0: Okay. Go ahead and drop that 10-foot burst where you'd like to put it. So, like, that right there is good? Yeah. Alright. So, you cast this spell, and when you do that, instantly outlined in a glow, you see a wispy shape appear, no longer invisible but concealed it looks like a wisp but bigger angrier more sharp teeth and skull and a little darker than the sort of wisp you're used to and your glow reveals it making it concealed but no longer invisible to everyone in your party
3: okay and then i'm going to stride to that spot okay and that will be my turn all right so
0: Now joining the fight, this thing that you've revealed, the perverse soul feeder, since it's no longer invisible, decides to use an ability it has called, no, no, it's called dread flickering. And what it does is because it can't be invisible anymore, it starts glowing, and it puts out this grayish illusion, this grayish illumination that spreads outwards from it in like this big 20-foot radius around it. It's now visible. It's not concealed at all. And as it moves, it will take its turn to move. It flies about 50 feet to like right here, covering Mukta and Clovis. And you can feel as it washes over you guys, it begins to inflict feelings of doubt disbelief fear and frighten and if you if you stay in this you will have to deal with the effects of what it can do in fact it'll just go here with the third action it does a draining touch on you close all right draining strike 19 for a total of 38
3: that's a hit but not a crit
0: that is right Ooh, nice almost a crit almost but not a crit. All right, so it deals uh, a total of twenty-four points of damage, all negative damage on you. Okay. Okay. Over on the other side of the room, how you're looking over, you see this happening. You see the mist and the, this this like fog, this aura of dread, but it doesn't affect you. It's it's appear it's zapping Clovis, and as you're looking from right next to you from the invisibility the invisible air like area around you one of these things zaps at you now you cast blur was it and blur makes it a uh it's concealed right right so it's a dc5 flat check yep all right let's roll for the dc5 flat check 17 it's going to get through blur um you will be flat-footed against this Oops, that's not the right target, but... How? A total of 25. Misses by one. It misses.
3: Oh, yeah, nice.
4: Woohoo! All these by ones, y'all.
0: Yeah. So it misses misses you with its zap. It startles you, and you saw, like, the square it was in, because, like, the lightning zap, the drain kind of came from that square, and you feel it flutter away. But that's these things turn jesus both i mean they didn't hit you so now we get to the real meat and potatoes What's in <sighs> enough <for>? come on
4: <sighs> oh boy so scared right now. all right it's let me
0: incredible. let me let me just cross-reference my belcora strategy guide her guide my guide didn't include her rolling a natural one on an initiative and going last and getting injected <laughs> and, and basically being screwed wow i mean this is bad for her okay
4: Y'all, I'm shaking. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <gasps> Alright, first thing Belcora does <laughs> She uses her fly whoosh, She flies 25 feet straight up. This does Is trigger that... an opportunity attack from Nulara.
4: Okay. If you'd like uh, to yes. take it. Yes, please. Um, She's undead, right?
0: She is definitely undead, yes. Okay.
4: So that would be 31 to hit.
0: 31 actually hits.
4: Oh, perfect. Uh, so she takes uh, 21 points of damage of everything. And because of disorienting opening, uh, she is flat-footed until the start of my next
0: turn. Oh, Nice. That is good. Okay. So she takes the 21 damage. She flies straight up 25 feet over the top of you guys. Um, and you guys are, right now, you're not that high. You're only maybe like, you're You're basically barely over the water because she was just on top of this altar. And um, as she stands here, she looks down at the two of you. And with two actions, she reaches out her hand at Mukta. She casts the spell magic. Shit. Holy shit. So dispel magic here. It allows it to her to make a counteract check against the magic item or the, spe- the the target, right? She has this ability. She can see that you have this magical effect. She can see you flying. So she reaches out. She attempts to counteract the magic that allows Mukta to fly. She has to make a roll. It's not automatic, right? It doesn't just end the effect. It's a counteract check. Hal, what is your spell DC? 29. So she needs to beat a 29 on this roll. She has, I will tell you, her counteract bonus is plus
4: 25. Oh, boy. Come on. One to three. Oh, my (laughs) God.
3: That is freaking awesome. I hope you keep rolling like that all night. That's going to be the only chance we have.
0: Are you effing kidding me? Literally, all she needed was a four or higher to counteract Hal's Okay, but he, yeah, so here's the thing. Let, let's check this, right? That's our mayor. He's too strong. Let's check this, right? Because this is a failure. But there is... This doesn't mean it's outright. Because when you look at a counteract check, a counteract... Um, Sorry, don't count this roll. Just a failure counteracts the target if the counteract level is less than 6. How? What What spell is your... What level is your Ooh. fly spell? Fourth. Since your fly spell is less than fourth, even with a failure, because the her dispel magic is level 6 and the... Sp- spell that you cast a level four it still works on a failure because oh, it's what? it's less than three levels below her spell or that's uh crazy. yeah that's how they counter so boom mukta you feel the magic that's holding you aloft the flying gives out and you uh you immediately like fall down and splash into the water below you um do you have anything that can help you not land prone when you land in the water um, don't, you have a lot acrobatics, of acrobatics stuff. Other than acrobatics. Yeah, and CJ's in chat is calling it out. Thanks, CJ, for for calling it out. But this, the counteract has like a range it works on depending on the level of the spell versus the level of the effect.
3: You don't have catfall or anything like that,
0: Mukta? No, just the regular. It's not high enough to take damage from the fall, but you do land like in the water and kind of like prone, splash. This like dirty, swampy water gets over you, and uh, Belcora is still 25 feet up above you out of your current reach, at least um but this did take her whole turn brings us back to the top of the round new lara
4: okay uh for my first action i'm gonna continue flying okay okay and then does it take another action to follow her
0: nope so if you you fly right your fly speed is Uh like 30 35 what's your fly speed right now 30
4: 30. so
0: she only flew 25 feet up so you Uh can spend a fly action and go up and meet her oh okay because, so it's a little weird. Because she's a ghost, I'm giving her this. She can go straight up without issue. You, going up is like difficult terrain. Mm. So you have two choices. You can either double move and get it automatically. Or you can take like the sort of... There's like this acrobatic sort of fly athletics check you can take. Which allows you to push your way through the gravity up. And try to get there in one move. If you'd uh, like to
4: push yourself. Yeah, I'd like to push myself.
0: Okay, it's so I think it's called maneuver, check? but let me just double check what the. Uh...
4: I mean, like, if it requires a feet, I don't have that, and I. Don't no, no, no this shouldn't require a,
0: a feet. Let's see, maneuver in flight is the the thing. So this isn't. Let's see, it says it's an acrobatics check for like a steep ascent. So this is gonna be an acrobatics check. Standard DC, so the DC for this is only twenty-seven. Okay. This isn't, there's Uh not heavy winds. There's nothing crazy about this. It's just pushing your way up. And depending on what you roll.
4: 34.
0: Easy, easy peasy. So you succeed, which allows you to move straight up your your 30 feet or 25 feet and get level with her again, if you'd like.
4: Okay. Yes, please.
0: Perfect. One action, maneuver in flight, ascend up. You're now even with Bokora.
4: Okay, perfect. And then I would use two of my actions for a power attack with Ancora's Blade.
0: So, okay.
4: Mary Chrysler.
0: Go ahead. Oh, I saw that 20 for a second.
4: <laughs> I know. 32 to hit. It's a hit. Oh, perfect.
0: Not okay, a crit. She, a hit.
4: she would take uh, 34 points of everything damage. Yep. And then for my fourth action, I'm going to raise my shield.
0: Raise your shield. Okay.
4: It doesn't automatically, like, add to my uh, AC when I use the macro for raise my shield.
0: For raising your shield? It doesn't look like it's actually raising. Oh,
4: now it does. (laughs) Earlier it wasn't.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I see your shield raised right now. Do I?
4: Yes, I raised it already.
0: Oh, yeah, I see it. Okay, yeah. Perfect.
4: That's the end of my turn.
0: All right. Mukta, you're splashing down in the water. Belkhor is about 35 feet above you. Would you like to do something?
2: I'm going to... Uh... Is said I'm prone right now?
0: Yeah, you're prone and in the water. So I don't know how you can really be prone in the water because you're kind of always prone in the water, but you're currently swimming. Trying really hard not to like it's not that deep of a pool, but like deep enough that you can't touch the bottom just standing there.
2: So I'm going to spend however many actions to get out of this. (laughs) Okay. I need to.
0: So let's look at swim. Swim as an action. You're gonna make a athletics check. Right. This is a DC, uh, you know, it's a standard DC for our level, so there's not hard or anything. So we're talking about DC twenty-seven. 22 is a failure so that's not a critical failure so you try i think you're being held down by like the weight of this thing and trying to do it with the 22 you spend one action trying to swim and you're unable to make any progress
2: so i'm not i'm not at like the edge here i can't try to like grab and pull myself up
0: you're just a little you're short enough that you're just just barely out of reach like you can't you're having a hard time maneuvering with this thing and yourself to get there if you weren't holding this it'd be really easy you can let it go but I think that's no. that's the that's the problem. So one action, to you try. You're to not try, able to do anything. Try again. All right, make it again. This is not great. The fulcrum lattice is weighing you down, Mukta. Yeah. You feel yourself starting to like almost like get pulled under the water. By yeah, flight. I got
2: to um, a hero point. Hero this.
0: point. Let's hero point it. First hero point hero of the point. night. Good luck. <sighs> ah, still so one close. off the. It's still one off the DC for this level, so even with the hero point, you're still two actions down and unable to get anywhere. You did get a new hero point donated from chat, so you get one more hero point back Mukta. But that's two actions down. They will need him. Mukta and All right, try it again. Fuck. There we go. So that's a success. You can move five feet plus... Five feet for every twenty feet of your land speed, so that's ten feet or so for you right now. So you can swim ten feet. You want to get to the center altar. You want to get to the shoreline. Where are you swimming to?
2: Trying to get. I was trying to get literally heat. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to get yep. like just uh,
0: uh, uh. Out of this. Third action, you climb up out of the water. You're standing on the edge of the shore.
2: My fourth and final hasted action. I'm going to take my full movement.
0: How come I can't get out of this thing? Yeah, so, like, here, you can't get out this way because of the water, right? I wow. think if you wanted to try to squeeze on that ledge or treat it as difficult terrain, I'd let you. Um, but if you go this way, you should be able to. And if you can't do it because the wall is blocking you, then I can help you.
2: All right,
0: so... The, if you go this way, right, 10. there's this tiny rivulet of water that kind of goes between your legs. It's tiny enough that you, even you have no problem stepping past it. It's just there, and you're kind of walking over the top of it.
2: That's my turn.
0: Alright, Mukta, at the end of your turn, can you make a fortitude save for me? Sorry, wait. Yes, yes fortitude save.
2: That's it, 26.
0: Alright, you can feel this energy trying the energy of this room trying to sap something out of you, but you resist it. No problem. All right? And then as you end your turn there, you can feel the the sort of doubt in your mind from this like creature putting off this aura, the whispering in your mind. I need you to make a. Another, oh, this time it's a will saving throw.
2: Right, that's a
0: 27 27's a success. You're fine. So you push, you push the the whispers, the doubt, this like creepiness out of your mind, and you're good. All right, but that is all your actions.
2: All four to get out of that.
0: Fucking yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh it's very murky dirty swampy water and Clovis or sorry Mukta it smells disgusting you got like little bits of like moss and reeds like just stuck in your fur everywhere uh but I mean if there was any immediate effects to touching it it's not apparent at the moment Mukta trying to hold right. this thing bigger than him kicking against <laughs> the water climbing out of the shore he did it it just took him a couple of actions
1: I'll uh, touch Mukta and hit him with fly
0: okay Nice, that works. Boom, Boop. to gets fly. fly. A turn. I need All right, a, you're you that fortitude save. I will. I will save actually. No fortitude save. Uh, so how? as you move into this spot and as you cast the spell and end your turn, you feel unless you want to use a hero point, because it's a failure. Yes, I'm going to use a okay. hero point. Use a hero point. Turn that 22 into a 23 increase it by one steal a failure i apologize uh you feel fear doubt starts entering your mind everything in your past that you ever doubted yourself on begins to haunt you and you now are frightened one is it 24 a success no 24 is still a fail still missing it but you're just getting one more boost all right yeah from from inspire courage does that new do right. saving throws? Wouldn't it
3: have inc- included
0: automatically. Oh, against fear. You're right. Yeah, this is a fear effect.
3: So Clovis was trying to remember. Do Do you guys um, would Clovis remember fighting? I know this thing looks a little different, but the whispers were they considered undead, or what their weakness was? They would have fought them before. Better. They weren't right.
0: Like the ones you fought before, definitely weren't these ones look different these yeah these are not the wisps you could recall yeah, knowledge if you so. want to try to know what you can remember but you don't know these ones
3: specifically yeah i will this little baby i will cast acid splash on it and the one right next to me
0: 36 so 36 is a hit
3: and points of acid damage
0: takes the whole thing oh actually no you i forgot You go to cast Acid Splash, and as you cast the spell, the spell flies at it, and then as it gets close to it, almost like this aura around it just blinks your spell out of existence and it's completely unaffected by your spell.
3: Did it look like he's resistant, or did it look like he did something to...
0: I mean, it looked like he was completely immune to whatever spell you just tried to do. You're talking about... You're you're attacking the Wisp right next to you, right? Yep. Yep. And you kind of have him flashback to using spells on these things before, and these things interact weird with spells. That's right.
3: Okay, I will raise my shield.
0: All right. Uh, As you end your turn, can you make a will save?
3: Twenty three.
0: All right. Uh, It's actually a twenty four because that's how I pointed out with the Inspire Courage. It's plus one and save against fear effects. This is a fear effect. Twenty four is still a failure. Clovis, you are my hero point. Oh, okay. Hero pointed up. Twenty five boosted to twenty six is a success, and you do not take the fear effects one oh, by it was once, be another failure,
3: by once I was again
0: like, guys. right it made a
3: difference okay and then this thing will let me raise my shield i'm trying to raise my shield both
0: of these things are like kind of focused on you right uh they were zapping you a second ago you raise your shield clovis and then almost you, you can see the one in front of you like looking at you and then almost as if it's been like commanded in some way it stops and it turns and it flitters this way towards mukta One action to move to Mukta. Second action is going to be to uh, attack Mukta.
3: I get scared of my shield.
0: (laughs) That's a 35. Hit, not a crit. Hit, not a crit. All right. So that's just straight damage. Mukta takes 21 points of negative damage. Oh, too bad
2: I don't have the Emerald Lens. You got rid of the Emerald Lens, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's alright, the Okra Lens has a, a higher bonus, so I need to use mm-hmm. that one last.
0: Alright, and then, it, with his third action, it uses another attack. Uh, 17 is a miss. 17 is a critical miss. Alright, and then over here from the, the... Is this
2: a melee attack? Or is it like a magical attack? Sorry, I didn't know.
0: Uh, that's a good question... It's a magical melee touch. Is it
2: something I could use dodge away from? Yeah, I think so. So I would have used dodge away then.
0: Perfect. That allows you to move?
2: Uh, Yes. It gives me a plus one to AC, which I mean it missed anyway, but it also lets me um, move up to 10 feet. I can step. Uh-huh. And also because i'm a master in acrobatics i can move 10 feet on this step.
0: awesome so dodge away and step 10 feet chat is giving hal a hero point so Hal, take another hero point
2: i'm going to fly 10 feet diagonally
0: up okay i don't think does step allow you to fly you can't you can't step fly i don't think uh,
2: carefully, it just says you move five feet. It doesn't say what
0: kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, um It's true. We didn't allow any of the flying creatures to do step before. But flight is its own thing, right? Like
2: if if, if I mean it's not a big thing, I can
0: just move It's not gonna get an attack opportunity anyways, right? Awesome. But I think you gotta stay grounded. Yeah. So since it's specifically so, calling out step, I don't think I'm gonna allow you to fly, but you can you can move ten foot parallel. I'm just but moving not up. ten feet. Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm hovering.
0: A bit. You're hovering. I'll allow you to hover. Yeah, that's cool. All right. From the from the darkness, this creature is going to uh, try to zap you. It's invisible to you, so you are flat footed. Let's see. Thirty six.
2: Hit not a crit.
0: Hit not a crit. That's good and, for you. Sorry,
2: could I have gone actually here instead? Ten feet there.
0: Be, five. You could go there, you'd be pressed up right against the wall.
2: That's where I want to be.
0: Yep. <laughs> Alright, 26 points of negative damage. Alright. And this thing seems to be attacking from this space, right? So you can kind of see where it is. Oops, this isn't right, but natural one is going to fail anyways. Oh. You weren't flat-footed for the second one, but yeah, so... Actually, I guess you were. Uh, Either way, natural one completely misses mook to the second one as you, like, dip, dodge, dive your way away and press yourself up against the wall. Let's see those mook to fails in chat. Mook to (laughs) fails for the DMs. All right. Brings us back to Belcora.
2: See why I wanted to go where I was instead of...
0: (laughs) All right, Belcora flies... Flies away from you, Nulara. Does trigger an opportunity attack if you'd like to take it?
4: Yes, please. Uh, That will be. Hang on, hang on. Didn't take off power attack. There
0: you go. She flies a little bit up, but not too far up, just a little bit up as she moves away from you.
4: That will be. uh, 40 to hit.
0: Nice. That's a crit. Is it? (gasps) Holy shit. Uh,
4: that is going to be 46 points of everything damage.
0: Nice. Uh, Belkor gets 46 points of everything damage. She's looking really, really hurt, by the way.
4: And she's still flat-footed because of disorienting. Yes, she is.
0: All right. She's flat-footed until the start of your turn. All right. Ooh, let me take off. Okay, so she flies to here. She looks down at Mukta, who's holding the fulcrum lattice. I'm not hovering. I'm on the ground, for sure. You're not frightened or anything, no. Okay. She reaches out, begins casting a spell at you. Yeah, she reaches up. She starts waving her ghostly hands, waving her mouth. She starts chanting this weird spell and casts it right at you mukta all right mukta can you make a will saving throw
4: come on mukta
2: right i'm hero pointing that for sure That's a
0: five to a 23 which i will tell you is bad so you can (laughs) (sighs) re-roll
4: you got this mary chrysler
0: Chat send him your energy. Oh, 36. that's a clutch yes. hero point right there.
3: That is a good hero <sighs> point. Use. What was that, it?
4: What
0: was it? That's a 36, 18 on the dice. 18 on the dice for a 36 total. Yep, that turns yeah. a failure into a s- success. So, even on a success, there is a little bit of an effect. You begin mm-hmm. babbling. You, these words she starts speaking as she locks eyes with you, she kind of forces herself into your brain, and you start babbling a little incoherently too. And, and mimicking her words, and you manage to shake out the worst of the effects, you are still stunned one. So you're gonna lose one action on your next turn. Ooh. All right, that's fine. But it could've been a lot worse had you failed.
3: Are you still hasted?
0: Believe it or not, that's the end of Belcora's turn. Nulara. Come on, Nulara. She's
4: okay, so... Start of your turn, she's not I, uh... flat-footed anymore. Okay. Uh, I saw where she went, right? So I'll just be on her ass.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: this takes more than...
0: Upte gets another hero point moment. from Dalvin and chat.
4: So I'll use a Oof, sudden...
0: Thank you, Dalvin. You can't go in that wall, Nulara, because the wall... Even though you're above it, the wall goes from the floor 80 feet to the ceiling.
4: Oh, this... oh.
0: This purple wall, so you you can't end oh, on no, this. Oh,
4: no, I'm one. right. Oh, okay. Okay. But yes, I'll do a sudden charge. Okay. So I get 60. Yep. And get here. Perfect. Ha! Ah! Okay, and then uh, that was two actions, so I'll be attacking her with Enchorus Blade. Marikai, well, so go for it. You, atta- oh, no,
2: oh. You, have to, you have to attack with a charge, Holland. Sorry, right, go for it. Yeah, the sudden, yeah, the sudden charge
0: kind of is required as part yeah. of the action.
2: Um, I would say try to bring her down towards us uh, after, yeah. after you so- attack. Twenty-eight okay, that, is a miss.
4: I, okay, noted. I can't. I don't have a free hand. I was thinking about that earlier.
2: Mm. Can't you push her with your sword? Uh, you have to have your sword to push her.
0: If the sword has mm. the uh, the push tag, you could, uh-huh. but it doesn't have the trait to do it with the weapon, so you can't.
3: Yeah. I was hoping we were gonna have a, a long rest Ghost before touch. we got in here,
1: but damn. All right. Uh, hero point it. No.
4: Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm going to use a hero point. Sorry, I was being okay. asked. Okay. Yeah, lot let's questions. hero point it.
3: Roll <laughs> <laughs>
4: that. Okay, that would be a natural one. Oh. Wah, I forgot to wah. say how ha- uh, Mary Chrysler.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Say it. All right. Well, that natural one ends up, you know, not hitting. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> what a waste of hero hero. Okay,
4: point. and then for my fourth action, I am going to uh, aid Mukta on his next attack.
1: Okay. I, I can't get up
2: towards her yet. Can't yet? Um, no, not not in t- I don't. She's too far up. If she's 45 feet in the air still.
4: Okay, I'm going to attack her again within Chorus Blade.
0: Perfect.
2: Is she 45 yeah. feet up in the air, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, plus Haste says you have to use a stride or a strike action, right? Mm-hmm. And sudden charge doesn't count for that because you're using two actions for sudden charge, right? So yeah. this, this strike here could be a fourth one. That's fine aid wouldn't qualify for haze yeah sorry so even with the 23 it's another miss
4: 23 <laughs> that's it for my turn
0: that was not a good round from Nulara. mr beep boop gives new Lara a hero point thank you mr Beep-boop.
4: hey thank you mr
0: Beep boop is that all your actions new Lara?
4: yes that's it for my that's all for my uh turn
0: all right mukta
2: all right this is what i'm going to do Ah, yeah. Screw it. I'm going to, uh... fly over here.
0: That's alright. Alright. Fly? Okay. You fly, yeah, you fly gonna... away. Like, you're just staying, like, level on the ground? Yeah. But yeah. I'm
2: going to fly over the water.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No problem. Oh, actually, before I forget, Nulara, can you make a fortitude save for me? Okay. At the end of your turn.
4: That would be Mary Chrysler. A 28.
0: 28. Let's see. Alright, here's the thing. This is a fail.
4: Ooh.
0: Would you like to use a hero point?
4: Uh, yes, I would use the hero point from Mr. Beep
0: Use the hero point from Mr. Beep Boop. Awesome. Beep Boop. Beep Boop. boop beep Boop. Merry
4: Chrysler. Thank you, Mr. Beep Boop.
0: All right. <laughs> Thank you,
4: list? Mr. Beep Boop. That's a 39.
0: 39 would be a success, and your ability takes it to a critical success. And once again, you shrug off the effects of this room. Whatever's trying to do to you does not take. Oh, cheese of justice gives me a stretch for 250 <laughs> points. I got a stretch. I think we all right. all no,
4: stretch. we're all, we're we're all, all not, not thinking stretch. right oh. now.
0: <laughs> Back to Mukta. So, Mugta, are you flying up at all? So, so as long as you're not flying, like, straight up, uh, you can no. fly up a little bit as you move, right? So, Yeah, I
2: just want to fly over to the water pretty much. Perfect. I mean, yep. I, I have the acrobatics. I'm sure to jump over it.
0: <laughs> yep, okay, so you fly over so, towards there, no problem.
2: Towards uh, Clovis, I'm uh-huh. going to use an interaction to touch him and heal myself.
0: Perfect. Clovis, how much is it on the first interact? First interaction 10. is. I think you're right.
3: 4D10. Yeah. Sorry, 4D10. Is, is,
0: your, it, is it plus anything? Clovis, why don't you go ahead and roll it since it's your effect? Put in chat. 4D10, yep. So that's once per round, so this is round. Three, so you're using it up for round three. So you get twenty two points Thank of healing Mukta. Alright. So until he gets all the way back around again to get round four, nobody can heal this round.
2: That's fine. I think I'm the only one who's taking damage.
0: And Heisenberg <laughs> also gives Mukta another hero point. Oh I we're, we're coming not. up on the maximum hero points you can get from Chat. I think that's two or three from chat. It's um, three max per player per session, so
3: I've taken some damage.
0: So
2: that's two actions, right? Third yep. action. Um I'm going to stride right here. Okay. That's my turn.
1: Perfect.
0: You have a quick end action still, right?
2: No, because you stunned me.
0: Oh, that's right. Good call. Yeah, I forgot about that's the stun condition.
2: That's why I couldn't reach her to be able to try to attack. If I could get up to you, but then yeah. I wouldn't have enough.
0: Perfect. So get... the stunned one goes away. You back to your full. You have all your actions again next turn. Yep. All right. how?
1: I'm going to magic missile
0: Belcora. Ooh, bring it. Oh, yeah. At fifth level? Fifth level, so that's... It's heightened four, so it's actually at fifth level... <laughs> it's three missiles per action you spend. So oh, how many actions three. are you spending? All three? All three. Nine missiles. Oh.
3: Keep oh. those missiles at her.
0: Eight. I'm going to lump it all into, like, one four. set of damage on her instead of, like, a bunch four. of little ones because she has resistance. 15, 19, there's a lot of freaking missiles, <laughs>
4: 23,
0: <laughs> look at them all. Look at them. Look at the, look at the animation of just the missiles flying across okay. and <laughs> <laughs> nailing the in the face. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: do we want to kill? 32. Do we want to like destroy her before we put the lens in or what? <laughs> I that...
4: lost count 32, 30 cent. She's That's a nine.
0: ghost
4: though. Remember? Oh.
0: all right so let's add it up 8 12 15 19 23 27 32 37 points she's resistant 10 so i'll lump it all up and she takes 27 points of damage total it hurts her quite a bit that's my turn all right uh at the end of your turn the frightened one condition goes away but you're also still in the aura so i need another will save I guess you would have the minus one on the will save until the end of your turn. It's kind of like overlaps a little bit, so.
1: Yep, exactly. And then I get a plus one from courage. Yep. So it balances out. And I fail. All right. So
0: you get frightened one back. Um, I guess, would that mean it grows to frighten two? Or to just go up and then down? I think it goes up and then back down, so you just stay frightened one. All right. All right. Does her resistance apply to force damage? Let me double check. No, it doesn't, actually. Good call. Oh, nice. So she takes Thank the you. full.
2: Cheese of justice.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's force damage. I forgot. It says all. And at the beginning, it says except force. But then it has this huge list of all the stuff it's resistant <laughs> to. At the very beginning, it's just like, except force, right? Uh, yeah, so that puts her near death.
3: Ooh.
0: Killer. Uh, Clovis.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> now, I was going to try something, but don't kill her, huh? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, you, can do, uh, you guys can do it. Too. Why do we know don't kill her?
2: That's true.
4: He's a ghost.
3: The ghost, with the most... Okay, well, yeah, I guess I wouldn't know. So I am going to, on Belcora, I'm going to cast Syrian Light. All right. Oh, by the way, hang on, hang on. I don't even know what the role is yet, but I cast, uh, what is it, Energy... Sorry. Oh, your uh, new meta magic feat? Yeah, how uh, is it enhanced? Overwhelming energy, just in case.
0: Okay, and that allows you to spend one action and push through like how much resistance?
3: Uh, just uh, oh, let me go back to it. Equal to
0: your, left. so you can ignore ten resistance to this damage if she has it. Yeah.
3: Okay, that's so what cool.
2: Did
0: you roll?
3: Uh, twenty
0: nine. A twenty nine is a miss. But more than that, I, I want to take a moment here, right? There's a, there's a little flashback scene right here, right? To a couple of days ago, when you were fighting Belcora in the drow city of Yoldaris, and as she came in to torment the citizens, you unleashed a searing... uh, What's it called? Searing Light? Yeah. On her in that fight and blasted her for a ton of damage, right?
3: Yeah.
0: And so, there's a, there's a quick flashback to you doing that. And then it shifts back in time kind of fast forwards and she's in the empty vault and she's looking for the wisp eyes as you come up around the corner. And as she's watching that internally, Belcora sees you coming, begins to cast a spell and she casts as she's mumbling some incoherent magical words and she utters the word searing light. And she glows with a glimmer of energy as she puts up a protective spell, making her immune to the spell searing light.
2: Oh, well, shit. technically,
0: it gets a, she gets a counteract check. What's your spell save DC, Clovis? It is.
2: It's a miss, right? So what do we know
0: <laughs> that's true. Thirty-one. Uh So with her oh, counteract boy. check of forty-one, before you even miss, you just watch as this zoom. It just count your spell fizzles out as she laughs and just like pushes the magic away from you. She counteracts your spell before it has a chance to miss. Okay. So even if you had hit, it would have missed. <laughs>
3: ah i remember last time that was a killer all right so that uh with uh my action to to cast the uh that's true resistance that's my turn
0: all right make a will save for me at the end of your turn Lobus. uh success no problem nice. nice all right,
3: all right. 20, We'll nice. get your shot mukta
0: zipping around the stone to find mukta on the other side the Soul Feeder continues his torment and will start with the move, Draining Touch Attack. Dodge away. Okay. Dodge away. 35. Still hit. Hit, not a crit, right? Yes. All right. You're going to take 25 points of negative damage. All right. Third action. It's going to do it again. 27 miss. is a miss this one floats over and you feel it doing the same thing uh, you are flat footed because this one's invisible draining touch attack second action uh, 34 hit hit not a crit 18 points a negative and second attack miss. 20 to hit is a miss and you, so you get out of the way of this one even flat footed all right, that's both of the Soul Feeders' turns. Now, Belcora, close to death. All right, one action. Okay, here's what she does. First action. Hello, Murder Hobos and Choco Bros. Thank you for joining us on this epic kind of conclusion fight. So, Belcora on her turn looks at looks at Nulara. Uses a verbal action to cast Shield no it does not it's not a manipulate it doesn't take a, a any kind of thing so you don't get an opportunity attack for that then uses an action to fly fly back away from you
4: yes please i would like to take an opportunity attack
0: okay you can take the opportunity attack she has a shield up she's able to move away from you
4: Need her alive
2: i mean
0: do we really know that here a point from chat for Nulara.
4: Because remember the last time we did a ghost, they don't really, they have a chance to come back unless their purpose is
2: I, don't I mean, at this point, maybe it's better to see what happens if you destroy it.
4: Okay. All right. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll okay. Take it. Go for it. So that would be Mary Chrysler.
2: We could shove this Ooh, back
4: the A our natural
0: essence. one. A natural one. You have a hero Dude, point. hero point. You just got one from uh, chat.
4: Yes, I will use a Chiro cheer... point. <laughs> Chiro <Cheerio laughs> point. point. Yes, a Chiro point. Use it's that
0: now called Chiro points. Use that hero that, point and reroll that natural one. It can't get any worse. Like, literally, can't get any worse.
4: <laughs> May Chrysler! I forgot. A <laughs> 32.
0: 32 is a hit.
4: Okay, sweet. Uh, so that would be uh, 30 points of everything damage.
0: Okay, so you slash through Belcora as she goes away. She she put oh. use her reaction to use the shield, um, which absorbs the hardness of the shield becomes. Let's see, six. So it's a hardness of fifteen. She reduces your damage by fifteen. Mm-hmm. Her shield spell shatters as you cut through it, <sighs> and your blade, the, with the ghost touch rune, hits this ghost cuts through her and belcora disappears and dies in a wisp of magical energy just gone and instantly you feel a humming in your hand mukta as you feel you look down in the lenses and the full crimson lens and the emerald lens are back in your thing you're reinvested into those and belcora disappears in a nothingness Clovis, you're probably the one that has the best view on this at the time because you're the only one that can see the center altar. As you're standing here looking at, you can see out of the corner of your eye, the center altar with this black stone on it, it begins to quiver, shake. You can see swirling inside of the stone are three slivers of dark energy. And one of the slivers begins to swirl faster and faster and then disappears and instantly Belcora reforms Mm. At full strength. Fuck. On top of the altar. Oh, fuck, he called it. Man. He called yeah, it. now we know. Insolence! Uh, but she is now invested in only only the one lens. Okay. So, I will get rid of the green and the, the, the green. So now mm-hmm. just got the one. She is no longer dead. So let me take that off her. But that's her turn. She lost her whole turn dying and reforming Nulara. That sucks.
4: Would I know that she's back?
0: She screamed loud enough you can hear. Okay. And the look in Clovis's eyes tells you all you need to know.
2: Okay. So I'm invested in all three lenses right now, right? You
0: are back and invested in all the lenses. Okay.
4: Cool. You want me to take one of the? No, I can't. I'll give you...
0: Yeah. Alright, Nulara.
4: Alrighty. We'll do this again. A sudden <laughs> charge to get to where we were. You're like,
0: ah, all over again. <sighs> go ahead.
4: Oh, wait. I can't get through this wall, though,
0: right? You can go around it, but yeah.
4: Okay. Well, I'll, I'll do this thing.
0: You got a crazy... That was a crazy move pattern, by the way. Are you <laughs> yeah. showing off now?
4: No, 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 no. Well, kind of. She loves flying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Here go. we go. Right go ahead.
4: there. Uh, what is this? Oh. Okay, and then I'm going to attack her. Where is she? I don't see her on my map. Oh, okay.
0: Right in the blue light of the gauntlet. Sorry, I still had her hidden.
4: Okay, so um, Mary Chrysler. That would be a 34 to hit.
1: That's a hit.
4: Okay, that would be uh, 33 points of everything damage.
0: Perfect. It all takes into her.
4: One, two. Okay. One, two, three. I'll take another attack on her. Okay. Mary Chrysler.
0: <laughs> Don't you know this is does nothing.
4: Uh 34. Hit, hit. I know, but I learned! 34 hit, to hit. hit. Okay, that would be uh 24 points of everything damage.
0: Yeah. You've dealt a ton of damage to Buckar.
4: Okay, and then for my fourth action, I mean I can't aid. Aid has to be the last action, right?
0: Uh, not necessarily, no.
4: Could my third be aid, and then my fourth be the attack?
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Okay, that's what I'll do. I'll aid Mukta for his next attack. Perfect. Since this is, like, deja vu.
0: Perfect. That's
4: uh, the end of my turn.
0: Mukta, you can feel all the energy invested in you again. I don't even know what the Crimson Lens does.
4: Uh, it kind of makes you not very charming.
0: Um, right. And it gives you, like, increased damage on your claw attacks and jaw attacks, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe all melee attacks? I forget.
4: If you hold it, yeah, when you're holding it. Like, you have to hold it and then, like, smack him in the face. Oh, wait, no, just holding with one hand. So
2: she's just right there, right?
0: Yeah, she's right there.
2: Um, so, all right. If I was here, right? Was I
0: here? And it... yeah, flanking with Nulara.
2: One action, uh, second action. I will um, put the crimson lens in there using the Okra lenses uh, attack.
0: Let's do it, Nulara. You're aiding. Make use your reaction to make the aid roll. Hey,
2: okay, that
4: would be Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. Uh, 32.
0: That's a critical success, Mukta. You get a plus two circumstance bonus. She's flat-footed. That's a minus two circumstance penalty. You also get all the bonuses.
2: That's plus two, so 33.
0: And which lens are you investing?
2: Uh, Crimson
0: Lens. Perfect. In one quick motion, vroom. Again, the Crimson Lens is forced into Belcora. Oops, wait, I put it on you for some reason.
3: Is that the same one you put into her first last time, or is this a no, other this one? The
4: one this is the into very her, first one. The
2: throw, with the yeah. Okay. So back to we're back to before oh, the very
3: first, one. oh Jesus
2: Christ, that's right. And then uh, third action, or fourth action, sorry. I will uh, fly over here.
1: Okay.
0: That's freaking
2: frustrating. That's my turn. That's four All actions.
0: Right. At the end of your turn, can you make a Fortitude saving throw?
2: Right. that's a
0: 26 just enough it's a success nice. alright that brings us to Hal
1: alright I'm going to use one action to sing with lingering composition
0: okay It's finally just it just wore off so that's good that's a one round right are you doing lingering yeah linger it sorry yeah go ahead and make that performance check critical Let's success go. four rounds
2: What's that roll?
1: Forty-one.
0: Forty-one. Thank you, Rick.
1: Nice roll. And hmm, will it require a perception or a perceived action to see if Mook all like covered in wax again?
0: I think you've spent enough time with him; it's pretty apparent. I'm not going to force you to spend an action on that.
1: Okay. I think I'm going to. Damn. Tough call. I know. I'm looking at my spell slots and. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> looking yep. at all these things, and I'm just like,
3: should I do that? Should I do this?
2: So we know damaging her is not the priority right now.
3: Nope. That's all I can do. Doesn't do us any good. You got to get the lenses. Because I her. can't. There's no ghost
4: touch in my hands.
3: You got to get rid of yep. these other right. little bastards. We should, unless we
2: give you the lens.
1: Can.
3: True. Does
1: it take time to invest, or is it an action, or? It's an combat. action. Um I think it's just an action,
0: yeah.
3: Maybe each maybe each of you take a lens
1: on? No, we
0: need to use the lattice.
1: Hmm.
3: I think I'm gonna hit Mukta
1: with enervation. Okay.
2: Alright, here's a question. Can I choose to, to fail this? Uh I know in in the other game <laughs> you can you can choose to fail.
0: Can you chief? Choose- well, let's put it this way: you don't, you've never seen this spell cast before, right? And Cl- Hal's using this for the first time. Is there a flashback where you guys came up with this strategy, and you just tell him to fail, and you can s- submit you to that willpower? Yeah, of course, I'll let you fail. All right. Can I critically fail? <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow you to automatically fail if you want to critically No, no, spell. actually, no. It'll be a roll.
2: No, so I don't know what drain does. I'm
4: Use a hero does. point to fail.
0: Okay. So. You fail. No, I don't want to critically fail. I'll just regularly fail. Um,
2: six, oh, even with the success, I'll take...
0: So, how it's a 30-foot line, right? Why don't you draw yep. that line so we can see what else it's going to get. You can, You should be able to place... I'll fail. Like, there's a... Um, if you do this, it'll hit just Mukta. If you do this, you can get one of the creatures. Or you can hit Clovis, too, if you want.
1: I don't know if they're immune to life-draining energy. so. Right, yeah. You want to just hit Mukta? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, no problem. There goes that innervation energy.
4: Sparkles.
0: <laughs> All right. So i drained one. Right. Yep. You get you take persistent 48 negative persistent damage so at the end of your turn. You'll take 48 damage, but you negative damage. Oh, and you currently my. have negative healing, so it will heal you at the end of your turn, and you become oh, drained one. Yeah, I put that on my token already. Okay. Drained status penalty equal to your drain value on Constitution based checks such as Fortitude saving throws. You lose hit points equal to the your level. So you lose 10 hit points from that. 10 max hit points. And your drain value, like, like yeah. So, okay, you just become drained. But it is going to heal you at the end of your turn, at least. So
2: At the end of my turn? Not right now? All right.
1: Persistent damage always goes to the end of your turn. Okay. Mm, well, let me think. Persistent at the end of his turn, and he doesn't take any right now. Right. Not sure that's going to help.
0: I mean, if he's dead, taking persistent damage, it should bring him back to life, right? That's kind of true. Is he no longer invested, though? I think you're invested until you're dead dead, but if you're unconscious, you're probably still invested.
1: Okay. That's so that's my like I
2: can never die while I'm holding the Emerald Lens with persistent damage.
0: That's kind of true. Unless you make the save against the negative, the persistent save at the end of your turn. Okay. Is that everything, Hal? Yep.
2: We'll, we'll roll with it, see how it goes.
0: We're rolling with it. All right, Clovis.
3: Rolling, rolling. Okay, um, I'm just gonna try this with the hail. I'm gonna cast Overwhelming Energy, and I'm going to target. going I get the little guy over here. I'm gonna do Disrupt can... Undead on that one.
0: Okay. How you can also um, you can reduce the fright condition on yourself because the turn ended and you haven't been in the aura. So which one are you? Ta- which, who are you doing this? You're doing Disrupt Undead on who? On the... This one back here?
3: Yep, the one I'm targeting.
0: Yep. So you reach out with your magical energy. You try to touch this thing with undeadness. You go to cast Disrupt Undead, and it doesn't do a thing. Whether it's the the fact that it's not an undead, or whether it's the fact that it has immunity to the spell, being one of these creatures that is weird with okay. spells, you're not sure.
3: Yep. Even with the Overwhelming Energy, huh? It
0: wouldn't... Yeah, I mean, okay. you, you use Overwhelming It puts it in. You're putting everything in to get through any sort of resistance. It doesn't seem to break through whatever's protecting it. Okay. It os- also... Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, that's all I'll yeah. give you.
3: All right. Know what I need to do next round.
0: That's all your actions, right? Yes. All right. You need to make a will save at the end of your turn. You're still in the aura of that thing. 22. That's, that's going to be a failure. Let me have it. All right. You become Frightened One. All right. Comes to the Soul Feeders' turn. Now, the Soul Feeders want to go towards Mukta, but almost like they are being sort of... Commanded or know the reality in some way, they recognize this emerald lens. They recognize the effects, and they realize that they cannot actually do anything to you because it won't work. Right? <laughs> They've been there, Belcora. They're part of Belcora's plan. They know what these things do. So, this is
4: like hit me, like hit me, come on, right? Come on. Yeah, you
0: want You want to get hit? Pussies. So, this one flitters over here. Well, no, you know what? I'm gonna do it the meanest way I can. This one's gonna gonna stay where it is and it's gonna attack you clovis it's invisible you can't see it so he gets advantage not advantage sorry flat-footed on you
3: what's that word yeah i was (laughs) i was like wait a second i'm down to 28 ac how now i know why i'm flat-footed 37 f for
0: flat-footed that's a critical hit right yep
3: and my ac just go down to 26 you're flat-footed you're flat-footed
4: They're flat-footed because they were. No, invisible. I know, but
3: normally I'm 29. Is my AC so? Three. Uh, you're frightened. Oh, the frightened on top of it. Damn it. Yep. All oh, right, critical hit. Definitely a critical. This does
0: 38 points of negative damage to you, and as this whoo, sucks your life force out because it's a critical hit, you, as well, like Clovis and Mukta now, are also drained one, and your maximum hit point reduces by 10. And you can just feel yourself getting weaker from these fortitude, like your constitution is draining out of your body. And seeing with its first action as you're hit with that, this thing gets exciting. And it will next. Nope, it's going to use its second action actually to just hit you again. It was right next to you. Uh, th- 21. Nope. Yeah, misses. And its third action, it's going to use a thing it has called Feed on Despair. Because you Boy. have the Drain condition now, and you've been marked. Huh. Clovis, can you make a Fortitude saving throw for me?
3: Fortitude? Which compounds with your... And that would be, I'm sure, a fail. 26? 26.
0: 26 is actually a success. Oh, hey. So the good news is, because he used this ability, he now is visible. He's no longer invisible. He comes back, That's and right. he too has this sort of uh, dread flickering sort of ability... And it now is visible and affecting everything around it but you are going to take it's a it's a basic save so you take half this damage you take eight points of negative damage and it gains a bit of life but it actually is full health so it doesn't matter all right okay. the other one flies and flanks you clovis you stay flat-footed it uses draining touch with its second action on you 25 misses by one it misses by one (laughs) and then it uses its uh feet on despair again and you need to make a 42 saving throw ready
3: 20 20.
0: do you have a hero point no sir all right so that's a basic 20 is a fail but not a, a critical fail so you take full damage that's 16 points of negative damage um, and that, conti- they continue to feed on your despair, Clovis, and you looking pretty rough. Go back to Belcora. Belcora, sitting in the middle of this chamber, fe- gets, you know, gets injected with the the crimson lens, is like, ENOUGH! Uh, flies, flies away from Nulara, which can trigger an opportunity
4: attack. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Where Chrysler. <laughs> A hit? Uh 33 to hit. Okay. Uh 30 points of everything.
0: All right, she Damn. goes back down into the badly injured territory. Your opportunity attack can't interrupt moves, just interacts, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a critical uh, hit anyways.
4: Yes, no. All right. It's a certain feat to like have them stop.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. Um she spins around here and she comes and she she drops a phantasmal calamity. Oh. I mean, technically, this affects herself if she drops it on herself. So she can't... I mean, she doesn't really want to drop it on herself. So she'll drop it.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because you're stunned.
0: She'll just drop it on this half of the room here. This whole edge of the room fills with visions of horror as, just like happened before when she used it against you, all of you guys start being shown your demise, your destruction... Nulari, you're back in the cabin. The woman sitting there, the cabin is burning around you, and somebody holds you there, holding you down on your knees, watching her burn alive. (laughs) Clovis, the forest, rotting around. Hal, they're dragging Caroline away to execute her. Mukta, sweet Mukta. Rida, again, betraying you like you knew she would. I need all of you to make will saving throws this 100 is oh actually surprisingly this is this is a mental effect but not emotional do you have a bonus against hey, mental Christ effects me. yeah this unfortunately is not considered an emotional I effect so it won't count for the lens so 38 from clovis is good 27 from new no oh, new Lara, you were not in the range because she didn't drop in the middle of the room so you're you're good sorry i should have been yeah you wouldn't have got that vision i apologize you do not see anyone burning alive
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) yes 24 Uh, for how
0: is going to be a failure but luckily not a critical failure
1: does this have a whatchamacallit auditory or visual trigger
0: unfortunately it does not
1: okay um one second i'm gonna use a hero point
0: you got a hero point from chat you must be running low. I don't know how many helpers you got in chat, but we're getting we're getting to the nitty gritty make that
1: roll My last one. Okay.
0: I just know that chat can only give three per session, so I'm not sure where we're at on that, but twenty-seven. Uh twenty-seven still a failure. So you all take twenty-six okay. points of mental damage. Uh no, that's sorry. So success would take half that success would only take thirteen points of mental damage, and you are resistant to some level of that, right, Mukta? So you take three. Hal's gonna take twenty six. Clovis is going to 13. take thirteen.
4: The mummified bat.
0: But nobody got critically failed, so the the illusion gets put in your mind, hurts you, and then it pushes out. Oh, actually, my I have to put it on her creatures too. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, failure. And
3: hey, they finally get hit.
0: <laughs> failure and success. So. This one takes half damage. This one takes full damage. And... Wow, that didn't do nearly as much as I thought it would. You guys rolled pretty good. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to do. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Belcora technically is inside this thing, so she has to make a will save at the end of her turn against the fear effect of the wisp, which is kind of hilarious. Ah, critical success. She shrugs it off. All right, so... At the top of the fifth round of combat. New Lara.
4: Okay, so Mukta's about to die. Um Yeah. Thinking like, do I grab it off of you or you're just gonna give you're gonna give it to me, right? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use my 30 feet to get to Mukta. Attempted token. Oh, it I'll collide with a wall
0: these two pink purple things are walls. so where are you trying to go
4: because i'm gonna have to go past her Ah, okay I well you can
0: fly so you can go above or below her or and stuff okay
4: it's... yes yes please. you got I'll the vertical space so you're good Vroom. yep and then <laughs> uh for my second action i will uh grab the ochre lens from the lattice
0: okay so you want to fly. Fl- so one action to fly all the way to mukta one action to grab the ochre lens and pull it out of the lattice and put it in your hand well now you yes. have to have a free hand right you do have
4: nimble shield hand from my bastion dedication
0: right that allows you to use an interaction okay. so you, you now have it in your shield hand behind your shield perfect yes sir
4: and then for my third action i am going to try an infuser with it
0: unfortunately i think Mukta's oh, is like at f- ground level, and she's flying like 10 feet above you, so you can't... You can't...
4: Do I have to invest? You in also
1: gotta spend an action to invest into it. Yeah, that's true.
4: One, two... Okay,
3: She would be in, in range it? if she
1: was, you know what, five feet between Mukta and yeah, so Nulara I have Belcora.
3: and Belcora. That's true. She could be flying and grabbing it. Right? Yeah, I have a Belcora at
1: 10 feet
0: and Mukta's on ground level, but I guess technically if Nulara positions herself right between the two, yeah. she'd be able to grab it. And then turn around and place and do it yep. which i think is reasonable but unfortunately you have to you're not invested in it so you can't take the action until you spend an action to invest in it
4: okay so how many actions have i taken already uh two two okay third action i'm going to invest in it
0: and which one are we investing in
4: the ochre lens
0: the ochre lens okay so mukta keeps the emerald lens effect okay what is the effect of the ochre lens again oh we'll see in a second Is it...
3: Mukta, are you still flying? Still able to fly?
2: Yep.
4: Oh, I got it. Okay, so that would be a plus... Will saves too. Oh, your girl needs it. But no, I'm going to uh, hit her with it, infuse her with it. So that's a plus 20.
0: Two actions to do that.
4: Oh, two actions? Okay, so I'm holding it already. You have
0: it ready to go now. It's charged in you, but yeah.
4: Okay, so... I'll move...
0: No. right. It's just one of your actions, yeah. That is correct.
4: So I move... Okay, I'll raise my shield. It's not really going to do much. It doesn't attack me.
3: That's true.
4: Okay, uh, I'll do that then. I'll go...
0: I'll get away,
4: Mukta. I'll go right... I'll fly right here. Okay. Okay. For...
0: You yeah. fly right back under her and go back to there.
4: That's the end of my turn.
0: All right. At the end of your turn, can you make a fortitude save for me?
4: Okay. That would be Mary Chrysler. Whoa. A natural 20.
0: Ooh. Like, Ooh. barely even feel it. You spent so much time around this, like, chamber. Whatever it's been trying to do to you, no problem for you. Critical success. No effect.
4: That's the end of my turn.
0: All right. Latitude-wide, because she's floating 10 and you're flying under her. Are you, like, even with her? Are you below her a little bit?
4: I'm a little bit above her, so, like, 15.
0: Okay. Sweet. Mukta. Oh, boy.
2: This is an interesting pickle.
0: Yes, it is. All
2: right. All right. right, right, right. Not yet. One round. I'm going to try. We're going to try this. So I'm not going to die quite yet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, the hero sacrifice would have been an awesome play. next round. next round. Mm-hmm. okay.
2: all right. so i'm going to fly up. okay. Uh, 5 feet so I'm within 5 feet of her? yep. for one action. yep. second action. i'm going to do this first. i i really want the spell strike, but i think this will be more useful. um oh, do i have to have two hands to do this?
0: Sorry, guys. Good checking. No worries. For those of you at home that are just joining us, they're trying to take these magical crystals they have, these lenses, and invest them into Belcora to ultimately spell her demise without killing her because they killed her once and it, it erased all the progress they had to start over. So it's a game of chess now. How do we get these slivers of energy into her without her dying, and without oh. dying themselves? So that's very tense for the players. Uh, yeah. Ah,
2: Oh, that takes two action, I think, to use that as well. Um, so, okay, let me ask you this first. I'm holding the the lattice with two hands, right? Uh huh. Do I have do I have to hold it all the time with two hands, or that's just to use it? Can I put one hand down just to like hang for a moment and then do something?
0: So I will let you do that. So here's the thing with like changing your grip. To let go is a is free action, it takes nothing, right? To grip it uh-huh. again takes an uh, interact action. To put your That's grip fine. back onto it, but I will let you do that. I think, I think to use it effectively, it takes two hands. But you, you could take your hand off for a second, do something, and get it back on by the end of your turn, and I'll, I'll allow that. I think it's reasonable. That's like called changing your grip is like an act, interact action. What are we doing?
2: Uh, do I do the smart action or do I do the cool action?
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool.
2: Screw it. I'm going to get some health of this turn, anyway. So, you see Mukta drop the one the lattice with one hand, and I start an incantation. Right? Okay. And the shadows around my hand darken, and the Sh- Belcora shadow darkens as well. Even though she's a ghost, she starts to cast this ethereal shadow. And you see my hand I try to swipe something from her shadow and i'm going to cast umbral extraction
0: umbral extraction oh, look at the spell text. it's so big There's serious that. i'll give you the short end of it is that he basically tries to steal some of her essence and he can steal spells and spell slots from belkor ooh hoo,
3: hoo, hoo.
0: i can attempt a thievery check to steal Holy the spell God. from her yep so this is and and because yeah he's a thievery check and he's a rogue so, this is right up his alley. This is like Mukta's Forte. So, it's a thievery check, and it's against... What's the... It's against, like, a... It's um, uh,
2: just a normal... It's just a steal action. So, it's whatever... It's
0: a, oh, yeah, just make a normal thievery check, yeah.
2: Sorry, guys, if this kills us, but I have to try it at least once.
0: So, this is the steal action. Stealing targets. A perception DC. Of the creature uh Belcora's perception is dc would be 32 so that is a success yes Woo! good job right. steal the item from the bear let's go drunken fat kid thanks for following <laughs> uh
2: so what if she has no spell <laughs> slots available that are level one it's whatever spell slot she has
0: she has level she has one and two is it start at the lower level only Umbral extraction is what it's level? One level
2: lower than, umbil- than Umbral extraction, unless I second. got a critical success. So
0: it's a second level spell.
2: Yeah. So it's. The All right. Other
0: one. Can you can you roll a d4 First for level. me?
2: Yeah.
0: So sh- you go into her and you pull out. Like you, your shadowy form connects with her shadowy form, and you kind of pull out this weird sort of arcane energy. Uh, she takes one d4 mental damage, right? Yeah.
3: Ten, per level, right? Is it per his level or per the spell level?
0: It says if you see that you check 1d4 mental damage per level of the spell stolen. Spell, stole. so first the first level CL. spell. So, she's, so roll another d4 for the damage she takes. As you pull this sort of like magic, it kind of interweaves wh- with you, Mukta, right? Three. Okay, perfect. You'd like threes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get a spell called Spider Sting. And you get a first level spell slot in which you can cast it. So right. you basically deal 1d4 piercing damage to the touch creature and you can try to inject it with spider venom. Alright. And as you do this and touch her and steal it from her, she, like, spins on you like, with, like, a ferocity like no other. How dare you steal from me? Oh, wait, do you have a thing where she doesn't notice? Um. I thought we had... I mean, I I,
2: I, I think I beat her perception so she wouldn't even notice me stealing it from her.
0: That is true. Are you still the item with the bear noticing? Yeah, she doesn't even know. She doesn't realize what you've done. It just feels weird to her. So, what have you done? So that's it. And,
2: um, so.
0: Cool action prevails.
2: For my fourth hasted action, I, I'm going to uh, fly over there.
1: Okay. I like it. Fly away. Wait. Ruta, fly at away. the
2: end of my turn. Hal, could you roll for the 8 please?
0: It'll roll out automatically because I added the persistent effect to you. Oh, you did?
2: Oh, Perfect. wow, that's so,
0: cool. You're going to take 16 points in negative damage, but because you're vested in the Emerald Lens, you get 16 points of healing. Now, can you make the recovery check for me? Click that recovery check DC 15 button in the chat window. It should do it. Okay. Oh, come wins. on fall- <laughs> yep the persistent effect falls off it's the one time you don't want it to and it does that's the way the cookie crumbles huh.
4: maybe it's for the better
0: alright but that does bring us to house turn oh sorry at the end of your turn mukta can you make a fortitude save for me oh now I roll low. 21 <laughs> any hero point this is a fail uh i will use a hero point yes perfect With- make it chrysler
3: you can do it. Muta. You said
2: fortitude?
0: Fortitude, yeah. Which is, you know, the drain condition is compounding this fortitude save, which is making it even harder. And uh, how
2: do I get the drain condition off? If I made the check, does it go away?
0: No, the drain stays until you take a long rest.
2: Ah, perfect.
0: It, it lasts and lasts. And, or a spell is cast that removes it. Uh, 23. So let's let's see, you were here. A uh, 23 on this check is ex- it's enough. You just barely made it. Woo!
3: Good hero point.
0: Woo! Good hero point. Hal,
3: I'm gonna cast Sooth on,
1: um, Clovis first level. Okay, eleven healing.
0: Yep, Clovis, you get eleven healing. And I will move away. Get out of that fog cloud. Yeah. Okay, it's my turn. Clovis.
3: All right, um, Clovis is gonna start by. Touching himself and healing,
0: 4d8. This will be 4d8 for touching. When I think about you, I touch myself. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 20 points
3: of healing. Nice. And then I am going to cast on myself, Wild Shape okay and i am going to transform into a tyrannosaurus rex oh geez
0: <laughs> all right so where tiny clovis was instantly you flash this is a huge dinosaur you turn into the t-rex this is not the first time you turn into a t-rex but you now stand and like tower over the top of the like creatures that you were like surrounded by but you're you're now a big hulking tyrannosaurus rex very nice
3: uh, that's it. that's my turn. that's two to wild shape and I healed myself so
0: all right these soul feeders continue to feed on your drain. so the first one is going to float over here to flank you Clovis and then second action to strike. 22 will oh, miss. Cool. And with the third action, it feeds on your despair. I need you to make a fortitude saving throw. 28 is a success. You take half of this. So how, you take nine points in negative damage. All right, this one over here is already in position. First attack, draining touch on you. 24 is a miss by one.
2: Woo-hoo. Maybe we
0: should just pass around the Emerald Lens to an yeah. so these things don't hit us anymore. Uh, <laughs> second attack is going to be a 31. Which is gonna mm-hmm. hit, but not a crit. So you're gonna take 24 points of negative damage. And then the last thing I need a fortitude saving throw from you, as it does the Feed on Despair again. 26 is a success. You'll take half damage. Wow, that's pretty low. Nine, so you take four points of negative damage. Uh, and then each one of these two is going to heal based on the damage they deal to you. All right. Belcora. All right, let me go back to my strategy sheet. is <laughs> holding holding the lens right next to her, right above her. All right. First action. Belcora says, oh, I'm done playing around, reaches her ghostly hand out and begins interacting from across the room with the, the black Ebon stone that's on the altar, and you watch as the stone begins... Shaking again, and one of the little black slivers inside there's two left begins swirling as she begins pulling this like energy towards her. This is an interact action, you could interrupt it. Nulara,
4: okay, I will. I will. Uh, that would be
2: can't use the two action thing for attack opportunity, huh?
0: No, unfortunately, you can't.
4: (laughs) Mary Chrysler, come on, crit it, Mary Chrysler. 43 to hit?
0: That's a critical hit and actually interrupts her doing her thing. Sweet. Jesus Christ, Raymond. That's that's an amazing move right there.
4: Okay. Uh, Can this be non lethal damage?
0: Uh, No. Your weapon does not have the non lethal trait. You cannot deal non lethal damage with it. Dang. Don't
4: want that. 29 of everything.
0: Alright, hurts her quite a bit. Doesn't kill her. But the critical okay. hit she goes to pull the energy and you slam into her and she it disrupts what she's doing and Ooh. zoom the the crystal stops shaking and she's she wastes two actions trying to draw energy from the crystal.
4: Okay, you sorry, it was damage. a critical, so it's fifty-eight. Oh This is the only time I don't want to do it.
0: <laughs> okay. Just I don't think it's gonna kill her. She's she's not dead. Really, really close, but not dead.
4: Okay. Whew.
0: Do not uh, there anymore. <laughs> I'm
4: trying not to. Now, I just wanted to stop the spell.
0: Now this, this angers her. So she spins on you. She uses a meta action to quicken her spell. Ooh! She does quicken casting because she was a sorcerer in life. She's allowed mm-hmm. to cast. If, it, if she does a fourth level spell or lower, she can reduce it by one action, not less than one. And with her second action, she targets your hand. You're holding this ochre lens in your hand, right? And she casts telekinetic maneuver to disarm it from your hand and send it flying.
4: Oh, I've heard of this before. Gee, my if only somebody else... It.
0: So, uh, it. this is, um... It's against your reflex save.
4: We learned from a friend. Yeah.
0: She rolls a 2 on the yeah. dice! That's a 27! What's your reflex save, name, Lara?
4: My reflex save is reflex
0: 28. So, she casts oh a spell God. on your hand, and you watch as... You, you almost lose grip as she tries to force the lens out of your hand, flying across the room, lost somewhere far, and you just barely hold on to it with the tips of your fingers and hold it there. And in this turn, you've disrupted what she wanted to do twice, and you're face-to-face with her, and that's the end of Belcora's turn. Nulara. Do
4: it. I am the champion of Pharasma. and then I'll use two actions to infuse the ochre lens on her. So that's. Uh plus 21 plus 21
0: roll a plus 21 i think also if i think you can use if your my weapon time. attack rolls higher you can use that
4: oh my if my weapon really? attack is higher
2: i would definitely would have been doing that then
0: <laughs> i think it has to be like simple weapon attacks maybe i thought i read that somewhere but maybe i'm wrong um i mean
2: i was reading it it's a melee spell attack
0: yeah it's a spell attack yeah yeah i think i might be thinking it's a be
2: modifier conf- of plus 20
0: I might so, be doing thinking of the 21. wrong thing. So, yeah, let's just do it with the plus 21, okay. right?
4: Yeah. So, I'm doing it with a trident. Mary Chrysler. Mary Chrysler. Merry
0: Chrysler. Cool. Natural, Natural 20. Nulara. Oh. The ender of That's Belcora. Chat. Yeah. You know what? She Big Chris in chat, out. everyone. Come on. Come on. That was one of the, the most intense Chris that we've had so far. Uh, Nulara. You take the energy from yourself. You invest this ochre lens energy from yourself. The one that she almost locked free and push it into her. Ah! She begins swirling with uh, the energy from the ochre lens. And she is one step closer to being no more, theoretically. Okay. If, if it works.
4: Okay, so that's my... That's two, two action. actions. You have two uh, still.
0: Yeah, yeah, you still have two.
4: My third action would be to... Are you doing it next Did time? you fly? You got to okay. fly. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for reminding me. Fly is a move, right? Yeah. Or... yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For my third action, I'm going to aid Mukta on his next attack. On my fourth action, I'm going to continue flying. Perfect. 15
0: feet. Perfect.
4: That's the end of my turn.
0: I love it. I think that brings us to Mukta's turn. That's
2: as far as I can go. So could I have moved diagonally up, right? I can move on a
0: diagonal. Uh, yeah, you can. It's just moving diagonal. The first one is just like moving right. The first one's five. The second one's ten. And you can you can move diagonally up. It's the same thing. It's just like moving up. If you're moving straight up, it's difficult. If you're moving up slightly, for every ten feet you move, you can go five feet up. I think is how it works. Yeah. So
2: I just need to go five feet up.
0: You can to get to her. 10. Yeah, you got the speed for that. No problem. Yeah.
2: So twenty-five. All right. I'm going to hit um, her with the emerald lens. All right. Bada.
4: Okay. That yep. would be my athletics. Mary Chrysler. 39.
0: So, 39 is a critical success. Nulara's on a freaking hot streak. That's four, like, positive, like, almost crits against Nulara, uh, Buckhorn Bucker on a roll. You're going to take a plus two circumstance bonus from Nulara's That's aid.
3: Right.
0: She's flat-footed because you guys are flanking her. And she, you, you actually, she spins, and her eyes go wide as you come flying with this, like, fulcrum lattice, ready to just, like put this last sliver into you into her like, uh, if there was an important role this is it a yeah, hero
2: okay. you know, point Hero <laughs> point.
0: well that's only a plus two it should be plus 20 right
2: oh yeah sorry sorry okay 20.
0: but either way uh a three plus plus 20 would miss so let's uh, you know it's two on the dice is gonna miss 22
2: so 27
0: yeah Do you want to let that roll? You want to use a hero point? No, I'm going to use a hero point. Perfect. Let's use a hero point. Merry Christ. Chat, this hero point is directly from chat, so if this has worked, chat had your back, guys. Come on, chat. Honestly, you should have a cool hero point just for stealing her spell slot anyways, but
3: that's okay.
0: Use that hero point. Use that hero point. 38. 38. Yes. Mukta, you fly forward through the air, taking the last bit, of energy in this lens force it into her she fights back it's almost like the harry potter when the wands are hitting and the magic's going back and forth she's trying to resist it and you just like double down and force it in the last lens invest inside belcora yes,
4: Fuck
2: yes. Come
0: on, come on, come on. Uh, this is the emerald lens this is the emerald lens yes yeah I would imagine you're happy now that your negative damage persistent effect fell off last turn. Yes, now I am because it would uh. have killed me. <laughs> and so you invest it into her, and her eyes go wide as now all this like energy swirling around her, all four lenses seem to be invested on her. And there's like, like in in the moment, like almost nothing happens. You almost it's almost anticlimactic because nothing happens. She looks back at you. You look back at her, and she's like, but in the moment, nothing seems to have happened. All four are invested into Belkara.
2: So that was three actions. Mm-hmm. Um third action fourth and th- so my first hasted action was to move over there. Yep. Two actions there. Mm-hmm. Third action, I'm gonna cast shield. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> <fourth and laughs> final action I'm gonna cast shield. Because <laughs> I'm like I'm like I push the land into her, I'm like ha! Oh. And then the thing happens and I'm like, I oh. drop the la- I drop the lattice as a free action.
0: Yep. <laughs> Tumbles down. It water. still has two of the it has, it has two of the lenses in it, right? So you drop it. It has the crimson tr- lens
2: and the emerald lens,
0: yeah. Yep, and it falls down and, like, splashes in the, like, dirty, gross swampy water below you. Is that the end of your turn?
2: And then I cast shield on myself.
0: And then you cast shield. <laughs> ah! Okay, here's what happens. At the end of your turn, Mukta, there's a loud crack And a tearing in the top of the chamber. As if reality itself is being ripped apart. One by one, the lights of the chamber blink out. The glowing purple energy pulsing from the stones snuff into darkness followed by the glowing green pools of light around the edge of the room. Finally, the blue beam in the center of the room flickers on and off before going dark. A terrible blackish-gray mist A terrible blackish-gray mist seeps into the room from the crack spilling forth as if tentacles searching the space for something. It stinks of a fetid bog, and as the tendrils brush across you, it leaves a layer of rotten, slimy water upon your clothes, and everything it touches. The mist twists in shape and form, with seven-fingered tentacles appearing and disappearing in the fog around you, reaching out, Probing towards you. You feel it pass through your physical body and touch your soul directly. Glimpses of eternity fill your mind. Vast expanses so empty, it hurts your brain to try to comprehend. Realities folding in upon themselves, splitting like fractals across the endless sea of space and time. You see reflections of yourself, hundreds or maybe thousands. Each growing off the last in spirals. It hurts your brain to try to comprehend the visions you were given, the insignificant scope of your life in comparison to what you have been shown. At this point, can everyone make a fortitude save for me? Wait, sorry, I will
3: save.
4: Oh, Mary Chrysler.
3: Oh. Natural one. Guess what? Oh. Do you have a hero? Point? Thank you for whoever, whoever that was that gave me the hero point oh because me. I am a hero point in this baby.
0: Natural twenty oh, for how? What did how?
1: Yeah, how? would you get? Natural twenty. Oh,
2: 34 that's for a, me. That's a twenty for Mukta. Uh, so for a total of twenty.
0: You got any hero points, Mukta? I used them all. Okay. Okay. That's the price. So. Clovis, you had a natural one and you re-rolled it to a 32, right? That is
3: correct. Thank God I was given a hero point Yes, there.
0: Thank, thank chat for that.
3: Yeah, thanks, chat.
0: So. Saved my ass on that one. Here's the thing. Everyone that got a critical success, which in this case is only Hal, as the mist kind of comes around you, you notice a womanly shape within the fog with a four-pointed star for a face that looks back right at you. You can feel the smile and gaze as it considers you, Hal. But with your critical success, you take no effects. In fact, it's almost pleasurable as it gazes upon you. For Nulara and Clovis, with your success, you don't see this woman in the fog. You hear whispers in your ear. They talk about your success. They talk about how great you are. They talk about how great you could be if you just understood a little more. And you guys each become frightened one. Mukta, with a 20, this is a critical failure. You become frightened three. You become completely paralyzed with fear. And you begin to hear whispers, in your ears that torment you and will last you for the rest of your days until you pass on to the next world and possibly belong beyond. Mukta, this is your obsession. You become obsessed with writing stuff down. It starts small, feeling the importance of documenting everything that happened here within the Abomination Vaults. Then it grows to writing down every bit of word you speak. Eventually, with every bit of words that you hear, everything must be written down, cataloged, saved. Over time, your words will become unintelligible. Weird markings and symbols that nobody, no scholar, can make out. But you become consumed, obsessed with finishing a book, with writing it all out, despite the fact that no matter how much you seem to write, it will never be enough. And this will be what hangs over you for the rest of your days. Luckily, everyone else avoided the effects of this, so congratulations, oh, yes. you guys.
3: Look at T-Rex is like,
0: what? What's this? Velcora <laughs> shrieks as the misty tendril seemed to f- as the mystery tendrils seemed to find and wrap around her. No! No impossible! I deserve your power, not your attention. She is restrained, held the loft deep within the empty vault. Seven tendrils start to dig into her ghostly form. Where it does, you see the ghostly form replaced with flesh. And the tendrils instantly rot the flesh, replacing it with wet reeds and mossy clumps that spill outward towards the ground.
1: My death is full of rage and strength. Vengeance. It is not empty. It is not empty. It is not empty.
0: As Bokora repeats this line, raging against the end, the long tendril of fog finds its way into her mouth. The words are snuffed out. And you see for just a moment the young face of a scared little girl. One who had been told her whole life about just how special she was. How important she was. How powerful she was. Here, rendered helpless by just a sliver of Nimbalas' power. And then she is gone. A tangle of reeds and moss dropped by the tendrils with a plop that lands across the altar in the center of the empty vault, obscuring the Ebon fulcrum lens beneath the mist begins to rescind from the room, pulling away from you. Oh, also, these look creatures, the mist also consumes all the energy and all the souls within these, like, two creatures that have been attacking you, and they, they also get eaten up. But the mist begins to rescind from the room, pulling away from you. Slowly, one by one, the lights in the room flicker back into existence. All except for the blue light, which turns on, pulses on, off, on, off, and flickers out for good. The quiet of the room lasts, And in this moment, it comes out, and for that one instant, you look over. Mukta is lying there, completely paralyzed from fear as he's flying in the air. Actually, the paralyzing makes him fall, splashes into the water, and he begins lying in the water. In fear, unable to move, unable to get out of the water and breathe. The quiet of the room lasts only a moment as the silence is replaced with an intense grinding noise that echoes from the wall around you. Players, what do you do?
4: I swoop down and grab Mukta real quick.
0: Yep, you swoop down. I think it's reasonable that you'd be able to grab Mukta. Um, I think the thing is, like... You can hold another object with the same. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it's fine. So you swoop down, whoosh, and uh, he falls beneath this water. The water is dark and cloudy and a little murky. Uh, Nular, why don't you give me a perception check to see if you can find Mukta? It's not a hard perception check, but it is not. It's not a given, right? Okay. I'm gonna set the DC at uh, for Mukta. Uh, it's probably only like a twenty-two. This is easy. He's big. Even if you just fished in the water, you're gonna find him, right?
4: Mary Chrysler. A natural 20.
0: Jeez, Nulara. Oh, way Jesus to close that. So Nulara nice, swoops down and scoops up Mukta and comes up out of the water with Mukta in her <laughs> shield hand. Splash. he's dripping water. Luckily, he's not very heavy. It slows you down a little bit, but you're able to pull him out of the water. And as you know, Clovis runs over to cast Guidance, you can't because you're just still a giant dinosaur, Clovis. <laughs> so, you <laughs> Chimera- <laughs> can't reach. Yeah. Uh, I
3: can't hit you. can't touch you. <laughs>
0: The large, the loud grinding noise continues around you. Get the beer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Clovis, uh, Clovis will go back into uh, shift out of uh, wild shape. Uh-huh. What are we doing? Are we getting out of here, guys? Let's go. Yes. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Instantly, go. you guys start l- running out of the vault as fast as you can. So the grinding noise continues it sounds like it's echoing from above <sighs> horrible echoes from over your head up the middle of the ruins of gauntlet seem to be channeling echoes down the center chamber coming your way something is coming from above something big and grinding is coming from above run and as you guys kind of run out of the room as fast as you can you dragging mukta like you know with he's still paralyzed for for this whole thing you guys get out the door and And as you turn around, the grinding noise is so intense, you watch as the ceiling of this room collapses. The entire central chamber of the gauntlet, from the top to the lighthouse, has imploded and fallen straight down into the empty vault. And the whole empty vault is completely covered in rubble and smoke flies out the the, the doors at you guys. Covering you in like a cloud of smoke, you cover your mouth trying not to cough it in as the ga- runes of gauntlet or the gauntlet itself is no more the empty vault has been buried the Korra has been defeated and mostly you guys have been very successful
4: is mukta still paralyzed mukta. he's only
0: paralyzed for about 30 seconds and then he comes out of the paralyzation. and he's able to uh you're able to like like kind of break him out of it
4: Hey, I see that he's injured, so I'll chug down like a healing potion on him. I'm
0: still. I'm sorry.
4: Forever,
2: right? I'm
0: sorry. You're still what? Am
2: I frightened I'm frightened forever, right?
0: Uh, you have the whisper effect. Like though your frighten doesn't last forever, right? The frighten goes away, but you have like right now. Even as as you kind of come out of this, you just have an obsession. To, like you need to start documenting this. You need to start writing all this down. It's yeah. not. It's not a frightened effect, it's just... A, it starts off subtle, and over the course of your life it's going to get more progressively worse and worse. So for right now, it's just... A, you just have a compulsion to write things down, but...
1: Right.
0: You can you can hold it down for now if you wish.
3: Yeah. All right. Clovis okay. will cast some good berries for Mukta. Yeah. And myself. Chug- Holy shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys team. are able to heal up, right? The, the, the gauntlet has imploded. So here's what happens, right? Congratulations, you guys. You get the happy ending, and everyone survived 75%, as Dalvin put it. Yeah. So, a crowd has gathered outside the edge of the ruins of Gauntlet, where once stood the ominous lighthouse. Now, only a pit exists. The ruins have crumpled in upon themselves, leaving a gaping hole in the ground. We see many concerned, familiar faces from the town of Otari. Ex Mayor Osef Menheb stands here, hugging his daughter Doriana. Ginyasmara and her Thieves Guild stand near the edge of the crowd, whispering to each other, their schemes trying to figure out a way to best profit from this situation. Morley Bent, carrying a handful of disheveled papers, tries to sketch what he's watching as the wind blows his papers around. Vandy Banderdash has her eyes closed, reciting a prayer to Sarenray to watch over the town and lend her guidance. We see Lazda and Brelda Venkerville in tears looking down the pit. Dozens and dozens stand here in awe over what has happened. Even Captain Longsaddle looks on with sadness and mourning in his eyes. And in front of the whole pack, we see Rin Savinsky standing there. Quiet, with Elanir at her back. The pair stand, waiting, staring down the pit. Slowly but surely, the crowd begins to sing a song. It starts with Doriana, echoing a song played by Hal at the dinner party. Verses about the Rose Guard, about the town, an amazing retelling of the town's history. And One by one, more joyces, more voices join in, remembering back, to the song sung that night, as the entire town of Atari comes together to honor your legacy. When a hand appears at the edge of a pit, there's a scream. And it's not until a moment later when Hal Armini's face appears, crawling out of the pit, that the town rushes forward to help you out. One by one, the heroes of Atari climb out of the pit to the celebration and hugs of the local townsfolk we have a shot of Raida who runs out of the crowd towards Mukta. As he smiles and opens his hands for a hug, she slaps him across the face, screams, never again, and throws her arms around him. In the back, we see Morley Bent rushing to sketch the moment in his brooks, proud of his student for coming so far.
2: Right after, uh, she slaps and hugs him, Mukta's going to, uh, reach for something in his uh, pack mm-hmm. and get down on one knee and take out the ring of the moonstone that he got set in Absalom uh-huh. and tell Raita ever again my love I'm sorry for everything I've done but I think we can finally settle down and start the life
0: There's, like, a shock as her hands go to her face. The people will close to see what's going on, and there's, like, yeah, whispers, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, uh, oh, yeah, the whispers and stuff. Um, her tears will in her eyes as she just softens, and she says, never again, as she lets, she says, of course, of course, and, like, takes the ring and lets you put it on her hand. The camera pans over a bit, and there's a shot of Caroline rushing out of the crowd towards Hal. We see Hal turn towards them, and we realize now there's, like, a shot... And on one end of the shot is Doriana, and on the other edge of the shot is Caroline. They're standing here not far from each other, both smiling and waving at you. Caroline with her big green eyes, beautiful green eyes. Doriana with her stunning brown eyes. You, for a moment, you kind of find yourself looking back between the two, but Doriana, noticing, noticing Caroline and noticing you, smiles and resigns herself to turn away giving you guys your moment she turns instead finding new lara giving new lara a hug exclaiming you did it you must tell me all about it and the camera kind of pulls away from them and follows hal and caroline out of the corner of your eye you see doriana she's looking at you Hal, and she's kind of been smitten with you for a while and you can see you still have pinned to your chest her family crest that she gave you like so many weeks ago Caroline kind of comes up and breaks this moment as she takes your hand and turns you towards her and tries to plant like a a sweet kiss on you. What do you do, Hal? I mean, do you reciprocate? I'm uh, speechless,
1: Speechless. of course.
0: Right. (laughs) So you two, lock. you got your Caroline. um, And like, there's this tender moment as you and Caroline embrace here. And like, in this like, sweet, gentle naiveness of your love the camera shifts just a little in, in the cor- just a little bit and in the corner in the background we can see yinya Mara watching you and a small smile creeps over her face as she watches you two before she begins clapping joining in on the crowd and the cheering from the crowd a small shoonie steps forward little pug looking dog druid he approaches clovis Have you finally gotten in touch with your anger, Clovis? He laughs as he throws his arms around you. Mushi flies up and lands on your shoulders, both of you joining you guys in like a warm embrace. And as he pats you on the back, he whispers in your ear and he says, I have no doubt you helped restore balance today, friend. Would Clovis like to do anything or say anything or find anyone in the crowd? Is there anything Clovis would like to do in this moment?
3: Clovis is still banged up pretty good, but... uh... I think I did. Uh, I hope hope this will bring the force back to life and kill it, everybody will be happy again. No doubt, friend. We'll do it together.
0: And uh, the camera pans over and there in the middle of the crowd, this crowd is teeming with positive energy, cheer, celebration, love, reuniting. We find Nulara alone and a sea of friends. After Doriana leaves to go congratulate the rest, there's a moment of emptiness inside that's a little hard to fill. But it's those eyes that catch your attention. Moving through the crowd, a perfect rendition of the woman you saw in your vision making her way through the crowd towards you. Around you, nobody seems to notice her. As she steps through the crowd, which begins to part like water, around her. As she approaches you, you realize you know her name. She's been with you the whole time. Agora? She smiles.
4: Didn't you tell me?
0: You've done it. You've done what was asked of you.
4: Why, the only one that could still see you?
0: They see what they want to see. You see what you want to see but now if you're ready you shall be together again forever she smiles at you holding your hand a peaceful moment in the midst of the chaos and confusion
4: with her?
3: there's just a nod
4: Nulara thinks for a little bit she's (laughs) there's a lot of emotions that's swimming through her right now initially she's heartbroken because you know it was all real the the visions that she saw um, underneath the gauntlet were all real and she did leave but also there's a relief that at least all the miserableness of what was told of her life wasn't exactly true because while it did end miserably there were parts that were lovely and as much as she wants to go back after what she saw she feels that there's a little bit more to do So she asks Ancora. I have a favor to ask you. Anything. I know that I don't have an ability to, to go down yet and meet anyone, you know, that have passed. But if you do see her again, tell her to wait for me a little bit more.
0: Where she is? Time. Not exist. And when you arrive, it will be like you were never apart. She squeezes your hand just a little bit and she says, When you are ready, I shall find you. And she kisses your hand. And then lets like lets you go and starts like melting back into the crowd. You feel that like kind of like shadowy warmth around you and like a little bit of an embrace, a little little more loving than than usual. But you've kind of made peace and understanding with it. And now you guys are a little more connected, I would say. The camera floats up away from the pit that once housed the gauntlet. We can hear two voices over the crowd the voice of rin and elenier talking as the camera pulls upward away from this congregation outside the gauntlet the two dots standing on the edge of the pit become smaller as the camera pulls up did you did you always know that it would end this way asked elenier no could only hope and sometimes hope is enough replies Rin. what comes next asks Elanir staring down at the abyss there is still work to be done and somebody needs to help weave the threads of fate but not tonight tonight we celebrate our victory And the two figures kind of move away from the edge of the pit and join the kind of congregation as the whole pit like pulls up until the cloud cover, this like misty kind of fog from the harbor, pulls up and obscures the camera and pulls away from the town of Otari for one final time. And the screen turns a bright white and sits there for just a moment.
1: Before returns. And we see Hal. So clouds dot the sky hovering overhead as the ripping of sails filling with wind echoes in his ears. A man, his dark tan skin wrinkled, his grown brown hair shot with gray, stands toward the stern, mutely fingering a strap that holds the loot across his back, while his offhand rests on the handle of a rapier. Sail on the horizon grows quickly closer as he... Looks to the other three masted ships streaking through the waters, part of his fleet. A pair of brilliant green eyes greet his as a beautiful woman with long auburn hair, now streaked with blonde from the many hours spent under the sun. She looks back and says, Shall we see what it holds? And Sal, she asks as she pulls a short sword with her right hand and a flip pistol with her left hand. The man regards her, tight-fitting breeches and worn overcoat of leather, Smiling to her before it calls out, All right, you scoundrels, pull alongside that ship and prepare it to board. Let's see what they're keeping secret. Before breaking into a rousing shanty about the high seas and the lawless men and women who call them home. And as the ship sails past in pursuit of plunder, you get a glimpse of the rear quarter where painted in brilliant green and red, the name reads, Sweet Caroline. <laughs> ha, ha, ha.
0: So the ship, the ship goes off to sea and a wave kind of comes up and like obscures the camera lens and washes over it. And as the water like drip drips clear, the scene has shifted. Mukta, can you please describe your character's ending, especially given the curveball thrown at you tonight? So, at first,
2: Mukta has this happy ending feels like he can finally be happy he stays in Otari with Raita as an advisor for Hal working mostly in the shadows to keep everything kind of in line being ha- being the mayor's liaison with the local thieves guild and also taking more van roles in Absalon with Caroline's father as well but more and more his hobby starts to take more of his time as his need to write down every detail of the heroes of Atari grows till at the point where he is no longer doing any more of his duties and just writing. He just starts to write more and more and more till it's all he does. And in a moment of clarity, seeing the life. That Raita and his friends would have if he stayed around. One morning he's just gone. His rapier, his armor, and if Steve's tools left on the on the dresser in the home that he shared with Raita. No note. No explanations. All of the all of his writings, as much as he could take with him. Never to be found again. Decades later, there's a rumor in Katapesh that if you get lost in the deserts, you might happen upon a crazed old Yusoki in his cave that he's covered with writings written over and over and over again until they become gibberish. And he might curse you with his madness as well. like that can never keep his promises.
0: The camera shifts up through the rocky ceilings of this crave, covered in, like, scrawlings everywhere, before it hits, like, dark, and then it comes through, and we see it pushing through some, like, leaves and foliage. Clovis, can you please go ahead and share with us Clovis's epilogue? What
3: do you see Clovis in the forest, um, very happy. And you see him more of a teacher now, teaching other druids things that he's learned, spells. And, you know, he spends just a lot of his time just out in nature, him and Mushi uh, with the animals. And just very peaceful rest of his life out there. No more hero, no more going back into town, just living with nature and his people. Time goes on. Clovis has the whispering reeds. He after defeating Belcora never opened it, and he has hidden it somewhere in safe keepings in the forest, hoping never to have to go and retrieve that book but if something were to happen he's ready
0: and from here the camera pans side pans to the side and turns and when the camera returns we see Nulara
4: Nulara um, would stay in Atari until the time that she sees that Hal doesn't need to be protected anymore. Although, even though he won't agree to it, he'd always been the one protecting her, uh, and not the other way around. She'd also make sure to try and look for Clovis, and when she can't, she'll try her best to tend to the forest as much as she could. And you know, like, during her walks around the town, whenever she'd visit Rida and Mukta's home, especially early on in their marriage, she would silently and subconsciously live vicariously through them. Then after a bit, she'll say her goodbyes, and you know, with a stronger sense of her alignment with Phrasma's goals, she starts to travel. With the knowledge that Encores with her she fights she gets with one group um, with the confidence that was never there when she met Hal, Clovis and Mukta and when the time comes and she tells Ancora that she's ready to go back to her and she does see her she's gonna tell her You gave me such a marvellous gift, for the longest time after waking up I just wanted to know my purpose, and when I did find my purpose, and it was to come back to you, it made life so much easier, I'm sorry I made you wait. I'm sorry I left. But I'm here now. It's so nice to see you again.
0: just a warm kind of glow and presence and smile as, like, you guys hold hands and kind of turn. And in the back, just this bright sort of light, kind of, this point of light gets so bright that it, like, hurts the eyes of the viewers and the camera as it washes over you two and then you guys are gone. But I do have one question, Nulara. Because mm-hmm. that's a beautiful way to end it. When you left the empty vault, you had the Ochre Lens in your possession. And what you would have noticed after you made it out and looked is that the magic would have returned to it. the Ochre Lens still contains the power...
4: Like, I find out immediately.
0: You would have noticed pretty quick, right? Because, like, I would think maybe not, not instantly, but by the time you got out and all that, and you looked at that same night you guys escaped, you would have realized now the ochre lens got the power back.
4: Oh, no. And you
0: think back to where the rest of the lenses are, and there's an image of Mukta dropping the fulcrum lens from his grip as the, the fulcrum ladders with the two lens slotted as it disappeared into the water the Ebon lens being slopped with like the the like reedy sort of nothing that like Bokor became and covering it and then the whole gauntlet collapsing on top of it all of that, all that power is still housed and buried right at the spot where it's most dangerous but you you have the, the ochre fulcrum lens or what would you want to do with it, how are you going to what would, before you would have got to the end what would you have done with it mm-hmm.
4: I'll try to, well, study, uh, and figure out if break at first. Like, I'll try to figure out if breaking it would do anything in destroying its power. Would it?
0: So, over time, like this is pretty much well beyond anything that's like mm-hmm. definitely normal. You have to travel, and your like looks yeah. travels and stuff. You meet lots of important, powerful scholars, and everyone that observes it and studies it lets you know that this sliver of nimbaloth essence is while dangerous yes freeing it would unleash that essence of nimbaloth upon our lands upon our earth that might be more dangerous than just keeping it safe and somewhere secure could it be contained and destroyed yes but the risk mm-hmm. that would inter such a thing might not be worth it so if you want to leave it in their care and let them deal with it you can if you want to take responsibility for such power that's on you
4: I would it would be my horcrux I'd be wearing it around until it gets too heavy and I'll actually go to Hal before I go with Ancora and let him know hey Hal long time no see friend
1: pirate Hal (laughs) <laughs> there's always a spot amongst our people
4: I know you have a lot of white hairs on you already
1: Even's I a know
4: I know I didn't expect it but I have to leave and I show him this but I've been keeping this on me for as long as I could I didn't want to bring this on to anyone else after what we've all been through. What do you think we should do? You're one of the only people that I trust.
1: You, you, you know I'm going to sell it, right?
4: Are you going to really?
1: I mean, of course.
4: I was thinking of maybe throwing it in the middle of the ocean, but who knows who lives under the ocean? And I've traveled a lot.
1: La- look over and call over Caroline as she's off talking with people and uh, I'll say to her as she walks up and I'll give her a hug and a kiss on her head and say uh, you know Lara she has this thing she wants to throw in the ocean you know I just try to sell it and make some money so perhaps you should give it to her and then, Lara
4: Caroline would you please tell your husband not to sell this keep it from him make sure that it's hidden don't show it to any of your kids your grandkids no <laughs> just keep it please it would make things it would make leaving very easy for me
0: I think she'll take it with an understanding that they'll keep a watchful eye on it okay. I don't know like if I should step in and be Caroline here or if I should let Hal be Caroline here <laughs> Me okay, so she 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 looks very stern at Hal, and she says, "Such a thing is too beautiful to sell. We will keep it safe and secret." Yes,
4: and if you need anything, if maybe there comes a time that someone evil tries and look for this. I'm sure you know a couple of clerics that can talk to other people from the other side. And then my real name is... I whisper it to her.
0: (laughs) There's a smile.
4: Ask the cleric to call for that name. And you'll
0: find me there's a nod and a hug and then because you you would have spent some time with Caroline you guys have become friends over the years right Mm -hmm. so like they leave you on shore as Hal and Caroline like leave out to sea. It's it's back to the same shot with Hal and his epilogue right and like we get the same thing that Hal already went through but she's like Caroline is like holding it and she looks over at Hal and she says what do you think perhaps perhaps we can get to decent sum in Katapesh perhaps the camera blinks back from the dark, to a small spot within the depths of the abomination vaults. We hear a voice, the voice of Ren Savinsky, as she speaks. While she does, the camera pans over the wreckage in the empty vault. The gauntlet has fallen, yes. But Nimbeloth has touched our reality again. In the same place as before. The corruption only grows stronger. The potential power grows tenfold. And Nimbaloth has now tasted our world enough times to take an interest. She will be coming. And we must be Ready. Deep within the rubble, beneath a large beneath a large plant of reeds that have now sprouted out and grown from the body of Belcora to cover the whole interior of the empty vault. We can see it. A small glowing pulse of energy pulses and grows brighter. And as the camera comes in, we see a small lens filled with three slivers of dark energy. The Ebon fulcrum lens. We can see it pulsing, reaching out, calling to something, calling to someone, finding its next Belcora. And there in the darkness, beyond, next to it, a pair of eyes open. These two eyes carry each carry the symbol of the four-pointed star glowing from within. The same four-pointed star that Hal saw in the mist. In the shape of the womanly figure, the eyes of Nimbaloth herself, dark slivers of energy swirl from within like the Ebon fulcrum lens. And we cut to nothing. The end.